Hi. Man. Hi, guys. My, I think my streaming PC is on its last legs. <laughs> it just didn't want to play that video. Uh, OBS refused to run that, uh, you know, the thing there at the end. Anyways, we'll do it live. That's all that matters. Hi, welcome to Drop Frames. It's Sunday. It's time for another show. We're doing our spoiler cast. We got a little Game Awards stuff, some uh, news, some games. We'll get to all that. Maybe a shorter show today. This this guy's a little sick. He's a little under the weather. Yeah, I'm. I didn't even know if I was going to make it here today. I'm not. I those that weren't around this morning I also caught my stream about three hours shorter than normal, but not doing great last couple of days. Yeah. Well, I hope everything works out. I hope. Do Thank have you. you pinpointed the the ailment at least? Or are you just? Nope. Oof. Had a little bit of a fever yesterday. Been out of the bathroom all day. Just nothing. Really staying down. Uh, all right, well, I'm kid cred. I'm shacking up with Zeke on this. I don't yep. want to. That's smart. <laughs> I don't want to get sick. That's Come smart. on over to No Kid Land <laughs> where we don't get sick because of our children. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Might be the case. I'm not. A <laughs> face said it all, dude. You don't need to say another word. It's all good. <laughs> Ghost face, you mean? Yeah. 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 No, I know. I, I, you know, I, I'm I'm in my 40s now, so like I know a lot of a lot of uh, my my friends have kids, yeah, and like they they'll come up to me, they're like, I was never sick before, like well, I'm like sick every day now, yeah. Like, do you think it's your kids? Probably. God, <laughs> you bring home all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. It happens. It happens. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anywho, hope you start feeling better uh, over the Thank next you. couple of days. And, uh, you know, we'll be here still. We'll still be doing all the stuff. Let's yeah. move on. If you got to have a code brown, we got you. Don't yeah. Worry. If you got to just get up and leave, just get up and leave. We won't, we won't say it. anything. We won't comment on it. You know, if it happens, it happens. Uh, we need to go through our award uh, categories for uh, the Game of the Year show uh barry is is currently in the process of redoing the entire community aspect of uh the game of, game of the year uh things that we do around here on drop frames and so one of those uh falls to us in terms of deciding all the categories so all uh i i have last year's pulled up and uh we'll just go through it see if there's anything we want to add or change um yeah and if not we'll it'll just be the exact same uh didn't we have like a like a, a fake sponsored one i think so like yes the community yeah. voice brought to you by gillette uh like yes yeah well it was uh it was the second biggest industry fail presented by activision blizzard that's right oh that's right because we we know the first yeah that's right i remember now yeah so that one might first, yeah. that one might go like i well who who was what was the biggest industry fail of the year I don't even know if there was one on that level. Is there anyone that would just be a shoe in? Um, it's kind of like the ongoing thing with with uh, um, oh god, now I'm gonna forget his name, the musician for Doom, um, Mick Gordon. Oh, oh Mick Gordon. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's on the same level. I think that could yeah. be uh something that would be the biggest industry fail of the year, though. Diablo Immortal. I mean, that's certainly. I think all of these are potentially winners of that yeah. in their own right. I don't know if it if it uh, needs to be a sponsored by. 
The Bayonetta now, okay. VA? Oh, that, there's a lot. <laughs> People uh, talk about the FTC stuff, and I, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on this show. Like, I'm not even, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, there, really. it's news uh, for this week, so we'll, we'll go over it after this. But I think all of those could be potentials. Uh, I don't think they outright uh, sponsor the category. So I think we just do biggest industry fail, and that's it. I think that's the okay. category. Okay. Um, what else do we have? We've got top three games streamed. So oh, not you know what? What Xantos in my chat had a, had a had a good point. You know, instead of focusing uh, like just on the negative, how about biggest win? Like biggest industry win. And I'm not talking about like game sales. I'm talking about like it's kind of like the frown upside down. Or, or like biggest awesome surprise thing that happened that we, an industry did. We have biggest surprise already, but that's more in in terms of like games. So that you're okay. saying to have a positive, we could completely remove biggest industry fail and turn it to most positive success. I don't, I don't know. Still workshop <laughs> is the that, name of the category. Is that a foreign <laughs> word coming out of your mouth? Can be positive. I'm not, I'm not getting this. Well, word. I, don't I mean, it. look, in, in terms of the industry, like that stuff's not celebrated. Yeah. Right. Like that's, you know, it's on the internet. Negativity is king. Uh, that's just, that's, that's the state that we, uh, we currently reside in. Um, yeah. And I would honestly, like, what would be a potential winner for that category? Uh, I, I mean, I'd have to, like. It's harder to like, think of a winner for that category than it is to choose a game of the year. That's true. <laughs> In some ways, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. But yeah, it's like. Um, yeah, like accessibility features in a game that weren't there before that someone did some innovation with. Um, fucking like, I don't know, like, <laughs> I, I have to look at like headlines and stuff, but I'm thinking of something like gamer goes to White House, you know, and meets president, mm. something like that, you know, in that kind of idea. Trying to think if there's a way that we could. I, like, I, I enjoy the sentiment. Of not having it just be a, a negative Blue guy. What? Blue guy would be a major win. <laughs> not really industry though, but yeah. Yeah. I, know. yeah. I mean chat's saying a lot of like unionization stuff, game awards, uh right on Game Pass is more like it's like a financial win rather than like a sentimental win. Like a Yeah. 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 A feel good. Yeah. Feel good feel thing good of the feel year. Good story of the year. Yeah. Feel good story of the year. Yeah, we could. God damn, I'd have to do research on that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I have, you really do. probably have to take like like a like time out of like the first part of my stream and be like, "All right, guys, we got to have something for this." So, give me the stories. Give me some links. Yeah, I mean, you. But I think that'd be good. It'd be good to have a positive, you know. To I don't. I don't think we should do away with the biggest lose. Biggest fail. I think that's yeah. Biggest fail. I think that's always fun, but yeah. like you know, just the the flip side of the coin. I think it'd be fun to you know showcase something nice that happened. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are we calling it there? What, what I like? I like feel good. Feel yeah. good award. The feel good mm -hmm. award. What made you feel good yeah. this year? The industry there feel you go. good award. Yeah, the feel good award. All right, I like it. It's sappy. 
and it's exactly what I'm what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Feel Good Award brought to you by Doctor Feel Good. That's the name of it. <laughs> brought to you by Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah. We can't afford that. We're not. Let's. I, we a feel good award brought to you by Head On. Apply directly to the forehead. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I think. Okay. I think we got all. I think I. I was jotting down all the categories there, so I don't have to look at this uh, expansive um, Excel sheet. Uh, so feel yeah. good award. We'll add uh, biggest industry fail. Uh, is that what we want to call it? What What was the actual thing? <laughs> biggest industry award. feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> The, the feel bad award do you want to have the feel yeah, good award that. and the feel bad award feel, yeah. <laughs> i think that would be hilarious i kind of like it just to I'm call it, it that, yeah. feel bad award yeah, okay. i like it let's yeah. do that makes it easy makes it easy you can also look at those and feel like okay yeah i understand that i get those those awards great yeah. uh by the way i thought that this was kind of interesting uh last year most anticipated game of the year both Zeke and I voted God of War Ragnarok. Co, do you remember what your vote was? No. Battlefield 2042. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a sad story. <laughs> that's your big fail, uh, feel bad award right there. <laughs> that's my that's my feel bad award. Right yeah. There. I didn't. Uh, womp womp. Yeah. I thought it was me that voted for it, but uh, yeah, it was, it was mm-hmm. rough. I was a huge 2142 fan. Yeah. Fever Battlefield by far. Yeah. I it's kind of weird that that it it uh I can't believe that game came out this year. That's it I haven't looked at games that uh have come out and that one's a shocker. It feels like that was 10 years ago, but that was yeah. this year. All I right. I feel like it was longer. Yeah. Let's uh going through the different uh categories. We got favorite music, favorite sound design, favorite character, favorite voice acting. Favorite moment, favorite writing, favorite DLC slash expansion, favorite multiplayer, um, redemption of the year, most anticipated game of 2023, biggest surprise, games we wish we played, biggest appointment, uh, biggest disappointment, and did I say top three games streamed? I think I mentioned that at the very beginning. So those are our categories. Uh, then feel bad award, feel good award. Anything I always wanna... struggle with a DLC expansion one, like unless there's a big one, like I, I usually like don't play a lot of those, so I don't think I'd have one in that category. We can we can take like I don't know what I would vote for there as well. I don't know if yeah. Co feels strongly, but we could take that category yeah. out. I don't even know like what it would. I don't even know who could be up for running in that this year. Like what expansions or yeah. DLC be tougher this year. Yeah. 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 I haven't played any expansions or DLC that I can think of. Would we want to change that to favorite ongoing game? Favorite live game? Favorite live service? Like Sure, sure. That'd be fine. Yeah. Do y'all play enough quote unquote live service games for there to be something in there? Uh I played some magic this year. I played some um uh Marvel Snap. Like I, Marvel Snap would be an ongoing, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got seasons to it. So, sure. Co, you want to change it to favorite ongoing? Sure. That, okay, that works fine. I think that makes sense. Um, what about biggest disappointment and feel bad award? Are those separate enough to be able to be two awards in their own right? Well, the disappointment one is a specific game, 
right. and feel bad award is more the the gaming industry as a whole right makes sense maybe you just need to make that distinction in the title like most dis- or biggest disappointment biggest most disappointing game. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Let's be just blunt about it. Okay. Most disappointing game. Got it. <clears throat> um, I have a couple for that. Sure. Redemption of the year. <clears throat> Most anticipated game of 2023 is fine. Biggest surprise. I think that stands on its own. So 2042 was... Yeah, there was an last, asterisk was it last year. There was an asterisk next to your thing for most anticipated game. So I wonder why. Come out? I wonder what that meant. When did twenty forty two come out? I thought that was end of last year. It might have been. Then how could it have been? I don't know. That's what I'm curious about now too. Twenty forty two came out in twenty twenty one on November twelfth. So it yeah, was. So out. it would have already been out. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I maybe I'll, it would. Said, I played it on release and was very quickly underwhelmed. Huh? I don't know what that means in this Excel sheet. I'll have to ask. Uh, Barry didn't update your slide. I think, if I remember correctly, your game was something different. Oh. oh. Huh. I would. Sir, I I don't remember that, but I would that- absolutely believe that. Because that could have been your 2020 most anticipated game. Maybe. Because then it, it says, when I hover over it, it says, copy the biggest fail in accident. So that would that would be what you just said, where uh, the mm-hmm. it was copied in the actual graphics. And then it said you gave a top five, <clears throat> Dying Light 2, Stalker 2, Elden Ring, Starfield, and Sifu. And those all came out this year. I guess you gave a top five. <laughs> I guess I gave a top five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Broke the rules. And God of War didn't even make the top five. God of War wasn't in the top five. Wow. According to this spreadsheet, we'll have to, we could check the tape. Go check the VOD. The highlight reel. Yeah. 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 Uh, Anyways, are those categories good? Do I need to read them one more time? I will say Uh, this. It's a lot. Redemption one. Redemption of the year. With the redemption one. Yeah. Last year, redemption of the year. Uh, Oh God. My redemption of the year was Halo Infinite. That, okay. Uh, Coe's was Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. And then Zeke's was Riot Settles Discrimination Class Action. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, could, we could strike that. Because I think that kind yeah, of comes the into feel the, feel, the Feel Good Award kind of takes that over yeah. in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can strike that one and leave the Feel Good, Feel Bad. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm all right taking that. Uh, and then that would put us at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. That's 15 awards plus a top 10. So if you guys okay. want to strike anything else, we can, but that's 15 is a pretty number. 15 is a pretty good Let number. Let me sit with the list and we'll, we'll I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put it in Slack. Um, okay. Sounds good. A, a second. Uh, the, Second question I will ask about all of this. Do we want to keep it top 10 or does it want to go? Do we want to go top five just for like brevity's sake in the, I think that I've show. always had issues doing top 10. 
like five to ten's rough, right? No, 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 no. Like I, I always have more than ten. Oh, you have a hard time I've fitting never all. Had okay. less than ten. So got it. I think I think top five is is honestly a little small. Too restrictive. But I think all of us have like top ten and then honorable mentions, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like top five is a bit too restrictive. We can we can go through it quickly. Like if we want to do like just name the. the we were faster last tens. year because I think yeah, last year yeah. we did like ten through th- ten through four for everyone and left the top three to be revealed one at a time. I think is how we did that. Yeah, I think that's a good format. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well then, uh, I will put this into Slack. We can think about it for a couple of days, and then we'll uh, toss it over to Barry. Cool, cool. cool. Uh, Game of the Year show should be happening on the first of January this year. Um, that's one, two, th- that's three weeks from now. Jesus, we're almost we're two weeks from Christmas. That's also mind-boggling. Uh, <laughs> you guys finished your shopping yet? I haven't. I haven't even started mostly i had to do it early yeah mostly yeah i don't have a lot of people to get presents for yeah i just kind of go along and like something i wanted to to bring up like Uh uh-huh i don't know what it is but twitter is listening to me because like i have bought at least half a dozen things from from my phone like scrolling past twitter ads i'm like yeah fuck that'd be a great present bye Damn it, that one too. Shit, they're just they're just batting out of the park this year. They're feeding you all the goods. Yeah. Well, the only place I get ads anymore is on my phone. Is on Twitter. Oh, like, I don't you, get ads on Twitch because of Turbo. Else. Yeah. I don't get ads on the streaming services like Netflix and stuff. If you pay for uh, the like eight dollar thing on Twitter, does it still serve you ads? Does that bypass oh, ads? So. I think. I think they took that down. You're talking about Twitter Blue. Yeah, can you and still pay coming, for anything on there? Uh, it's coming back up soon at eleven dollars. So, um, okay. I don't know if it bypasses ads though. All right, <laughs> half the ads, less ads. There Great. You go. Okay, let's. Yeah. Anyways, enough about Twitter. <laughs> let's just move past that fucking landmine. Uh, <laughs> Zeke, you wanted to know about the FTC stuff. Yeah, we can what dive is that? into that. So this past week, uh, did this all go down on Friday? No, this went down on Thursday, uh, the day of the Game Awards. That's right. Um, The FTC uh, filed a legal challenge uh, to try and block Microsoft's plan to buy Activision Blizzard for $69 billion. Uh, They put out a press release for that. And essentially, the FTC, this is what they do. They sue to block. That is kind of the formal proceedings um, that occur. So, FTC stands for Federal Trade Commission, I believe. Okay, I was right. Well, I thought it was effing trade commission. The effing trade commission. <laughs> yes, Federal. yeah, that might be also correct. Um, they had some uh, some interesting quotes here. Uh, Holly Vadova, who is the director of the FTC's Bureau of Competition, said Microsoft has already shown that it can and will withhold content from its gaming rivals. Uh, Today, we seek to stop Microsoft from gaining control over a leading independent game studio and using it to harm competition in multiple dynamic and fast-growing gaming markets. Um, To continue, uh, they said, quote, the FTC pointed to Microsoft's record of acquiring and using valuable gaming content to suppress competition from rival consoles, including its acquisition of ZeniMax, which is the parent company of Bethesda Softworks, 
Microsoft decided to make several of Bethesda's titles, including Starfield and Redfall, Microsoft exclusive, despite assurances it had given to European antitrust authorities that had no incentive to withhold games from rival consoles. Those are just two snippets of, uh, I think, a larger press release. But did they? Yeah. Is that is that accurate? I don't know. The whole thing's a little weird because it's like Sony makes all of their games exclusive. And I was going to say, <laughs> Un- Uncle Pete is a pretty public dude, and uh, I I don't I don't ever remember him saying that they promised. Like, yeah. Why would it, why else would they buy the studio? Like that's the whole. Yeah, it's it's a little strange. Uh, that whole thing. It got even, well, before even this came out, like earlier in the week, Microsoft was out there talking about how Nintendo was offered and accepted a 10-year deal with Call of Duty, and and then they also did it to Steam, and like some of the Xbox uh, higher-ups were out there tweeting like, Sony, you're welcome to have a conversation with us, we gladly will offer this to you, and like Gabe Newell was out there from Steam talking about how Microsoft is great at what they do and it's kind of weird that they offered this to them yada 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 and it's just been a really weird like political <laughs> week for xbox when it comes to all of the ftc stuff um yeah. yeah i felt like they were trying to like get out ahead of that to to try to control the sentiment of the whole uh situation rather than just let the ftc uh put out their press release for all of it so the EU Commission said that Xbox did not make such promises to them. Huh. You denied it. Great. Good job, FTC. <laughs> Good job, FTC. <laughs> Crush. So basically basing the, the public reasons they're doing a lawsuit turned out to be just literal lies. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. Uh yeah, so we're we'll be paying attention to that. They've got till what? I think June till that thing goes through uh of next year. I don't I don't know <laughs> enough about the legalese around it. I don't know if the FTC can like delay that from happening until they rule. But what did you read in your chat code? Made you laugh? Uh, well, now chat is is saying not true. No. Ah. I don't know what to think anymore. Politics. I give up. <laughs> the internet. Yeah. So, Zeke, uh, hopefully that just confuses you more. Because I think that's yeah. uh, about <laughs> how that all goes. <laughs> hey, listen. I've been playing the Metal Gear game. So, living in a state of confusion <laughs> is like home base for me now yeah like if you don't know what's going on you're doing the right thing you're in the right place there you go <laughs> you're not doing anything wrong i promise yeah yeah is it uh i'll ask it because someone in chat asked it are we pro merger How, like do we have an opinion on this do we care if microsoft uh acquires activision blizzard is that a good thing is it a bad like where do where do the three of us sit I, so far, I mean, it's weird. So Microsoft is definitely a giant global spanning company. And I think it's the, the less companies under a big umbrella, the better. Right. Uh, they have shown that they're willing to hopefully, like in the case of Inexile and Obsidian, uh, give resources to making better games. And I do like seeing better games get made or games that have an enhancement, you know, that kind of thing. But I don't know. I think I think overall, unless there's tangible reasons and tangible like benefits, which I don't really see in the case for Activision Blizzard, they already have a bajillion dollars. Like this is all just you know oligarchs playing with companies, basically. Yeah. Um, 
I don't really see a reason for it. It seems it seems that the only person who will who will win in that kind of situation is the people at the tops of those companies and not the consumer. I don't see WoW getting better. I don't see any Activision Blizzard products coming out being better due to this merger. So it's one thing for a company to buy a smaller company and then give them an influx of resources. It's another thing for two giant companies to come together and then have more control over how they can dick consumers. Right. That makes yeah, sense to me. I'm, I'm always for, you know, competition breeds uh, innovation and stuff like that. So yeah, the more, the more people we have competing over stuff, the better the shit's going to be, right? Oh, yeah. Somebody did just bring up the really good point, though. Um, that would theoretically mean a lot more games on Game Pass. I mean, yes, it, it would make Game Pass better for customers. Yeah. It's not, it's not There's wrong. also the potential argument that if the merger goes through, Kodak is out down the well, line. You never know Co- if that Kodak will actually is, happen. But. That's, that's a completely different situation. But, I mean, his, his out is about as advantageous to him as it possibly could be given the situation with this merger. So, yeah. 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 It's out with a huge paycheck and a handshake on the way out the door, you know? Yeah. But then, then it begs the question, is out better than... You know, out with all of the things you just said better than staying. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a valid point. Yeah. I mean, he's already rich. <laughs> he's just going to be a couple richer. Right? Like, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, Him uh, being out of the industry is a win for the industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's a fairly nuanced situation. I don't know if I and that's kind of a bullshit answer for me, but. I don't feel strongly one way or the other. I think it really just comes down to like what happens after, right? Like the actions that follow it. Um, And those will most likely, you know, lean towards whatever makes the most money. But yeah, we'll just have to see. Some people feel very strongly one way or the other. uh, And those people may or may not be in chat uh, today (laughs) and on the internet. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, it's it's a it's it's definitely a big deal. Whatever happens will affect uh, our industry and the greater industry in significant ways. If it's if it's blocked, it'll be super big deal. If it's passed, it'll be a super big deal regardless. And that's you know, ripples will be in the water. I want to see what those ripples actually are and and what changes uh, after all of that occurs. So. I'm sure it's the, the not the the last time we'll be talking about the story as uh, the months progress till June, I guess. Is when oh all that stuff no! Is supposed to go through or be blocked. Yeah. We will see. What else is out there? I saw this quote. I was curious if you guys saw this. It it does have to do with Xbox and uh, PlayStation. Phil Spencer said that Sony wants to grow PlayStation. By making Xbox smaller. Did y'all see that quote? Whoa. No, I didn't. No. What do you, what do you say exactly? So let's see where he actually said this. He said it on a second request podcast that Sony is trying to grow its own business by making Xbox uh, smaller. Quote, There's been, uh, there has really only been one major opposer to the deal, and it's Sony. Sony is trying to protect their dominance on console. The way they grow is by making Xbox smaller, Spencer said. They have a very different view of the industry than we do. They don't ship their games day and date on PC. They don't put their games into subscriptions when they launch their games. They're starting to think about mobile, as I see from the outside, just reading some of the moves they're doing. 
Spencer went on to say uh, that Sony grabbing onto Call of Duty and its argument as to why the deal should not be allowed to go through doesn't make sense to him. Uh, said that Microsoft had repeatedly uh, has said repeatedly that it will not take Call of Duty off PlayStation if the bid goes through. In fact, Spencer said he and Microsoft CEO uh, Satya Nadella called Sony on the day it announced the deal to buy Activision Blizzard to say it intended to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation should the deal be accepted. So it all kind of stems with that because Sony is like the biggest. Huh. I mean, he's he's what he's saying is right, but it does seem a little weird to have him. That's kind of a personal attack, you know? Yeah, that's, that's generally kind of beneath them. Yeah, a weird way to say it, but I don't know. That's that's a little. But they're not wrong. I mean, the it's way not Sony a, does business is antiquated statement. and it's incredibly anti-consumer. Right. That's how it's always been. And arguably they're trying to keep that going by exactly by preventing this kind of merger. So I don't know. That's, that's a weird one. Yeah. That's something I expected from Phil though. Well, we've interviewed Phil before, right? And he seems like the guy who called bullshit when he sees it. And that, that's what it kind of seems like to me. He's like, this is bullshit. We know it's bullshit. (laughs) And this is, this is why it's bullshit. And if I point fingers, well, here you go. I'm going to point. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. The, uh, I, I did want to read this tweet. Brad Smith, who is the vice chair and president at Microsoft, when all this uh, was uh, kind of going on uh, on the 6th, quote tweeted uh, Phil Spencer's tweet about uh, entering into the 10-year commitment with Call of Duty and Nintendo and yada, yada, yada. His tweet said, uh, quote, our act, uh, acquisition will bring Call of Duty to more gamers and more platforms than ever before. That's good for competition and good for consumers. Thank you, Nintendo. Any day Sony wants to sit down and talk, we'll be happy to hammer out a 10-year deal for PlayStation as well. So they're like kind of going on the offensive now, <laughs> just putting it all on on Sony. Um, that might also be them trying to, you know, sway the public sentiment uh as sony being the bad guy in this situation yeah but we also got to remember like these are major companies that are out for profit so this could also just be a way for them not only to sway the public but to try to maneuver sony or or pressure sony into an a dis an an unadvantageous deal for something like this yeah where you know maybe they would have been able to get a lot more or more more perks um you know now they're kind of like well look this is what everyone's thinking you, you know you got to take this deal we know you got to take this deal so you know gives a little bit of power in that negotiation yeah yeah it's very weird to see all of that uh especially from microsoft who i think has been kind of quiet uh on most of that stuff and then on the sixth, they just went uh, probably because they knew what the FTC was about to publish on on Thursday. They just kind of went on the offensive uh, with all that stuff. It's going to be an interesting next couple of months, that's for sure. I think you'll start to see a lot of mud start to to sling out there uh, on social media and in different podcasts and all that stuff. We also had some other news outside of the game awards and outside all that. Uh, Dwarf Fortress was looking to do 160,000 units in the first two months. They hit that in the first 24 hours. They have not, uh, at least that I've seen, commented on how much it has sold on Steam. Uh, But every time I've looked at Steam, it's been sitting on that top 
uh, selling number one spot. They seem to be crushing it out there for a game that's been in development for 20 years. Good for those guys. Uh, it's, that's an absolute, uh, it's a feel good moment. One might say, uh, if they were voting <laughs> for something on their, uh, their list this year, have, uh, either of you jumped into that code? Did you play it at all? Yeah. Yeah. I, I played a little bit of it. It is, it is incredibly cool to see it get the success that it deserves. Those guys have been working on Dwarf Fortress for a incredibly long time. And they basically took everything that made the game good and made it more accessible. It is there are you know some bugs and some things that will need to be improved over time, but they're still working on it. And if anything we know, they'll keep working on it till it it's you know to their quality level. And yeah, it's uh it's definitely a, a very very feel good moment to see them succeed. Yeah, I think the Dwarf whole- Fortress is the game that that I saw like old like it, it, it first came out with like. It was ASCII. Uh, ASCII. ASCII. ASCII art. art? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. With like at symbols, periods, carrots. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, yeah, here's some, here's their like launch video. That's what it looked like, Zeke. <laughs> That's what it looks like now. It's got graphics and everything. And, and a lot of ways, maybe all the ways, RimWorld is, you know, exist because this game. Oh, yeah. RimWorld is based on it. Yeah, did what it did. A lot of games did what it uh, have, have tried mm-hmm. to emulate it. Um, and the other the other cool aspect of it too is the whole reason I think the whole reason that they decided to go to Steam was because one of the uh, the it's it's two brothers I think that are kind of the the two people behind the game. One of them had uh, some health issues come up, and so they needed a little bit extra funds, and so they decided to go to Steam uh, to seek that out. Those are the two brothers, I think, right there. Um, and it seems like they're not going to have to worry about that <laughs> for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. If ever, again, uh, when it comes to money. So it's good stuff. So what is is this is the same like gameplay loop? Because I haven't played Dwarf Fortress, but I have played a little bit of RimWorld. Is the, the gameplay loop, like the fun aspect of it, is it very similar? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Basically, is, in Dwarf Fortress, a... you your your colony is going to perish. It's going to die, and you just need to make sure that it you know you you try to make it last as long as it can and suffer through all the crazy shit that can happen. And although in the in the new version they did add some kind of like finish stuff, but at the end of the day, it's just taking your colony as long as you can. That was my that was my next question. Is is there a an ultimate goal? I think there is now there can be now, but, yeah. um, you know, it's to become like a mountain home, but I mean, you certainly, you know, you don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even RimWorld has a, has a ultimate goal. Oh, RimWorld has endings. Unlike, unlike yeah. Dwarf Fortress, RimWorld has endings. Yeah. Not, yeah. not quite the same. Yeah. 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 Victory conditions is a better way to say it. And then the other big news this past week, all the news really came from uh, the game awards. Our VOD is up for that. Uh, or up with our co-stream of that. Uh, if you want to watch it, I think it's just over three hours. It was for for Jeff coming out and saying, yeah, this will be our shortest show. Uh, <laughs> and then Christopher <laughs> happened. Yeah, Christopher Judge opened up the show with mm-hmm. a very lengthy uh, speech, and they had to start playing people off uh, via music. Uh, and then, of course, all the stuff that happened at the end of the show occurred, uh, which also took a lot of the... Uh, spotlight, unfortunately. I think some of that stuff is still going. And I've seen a handful of folks uh, say that they're interviewing the individual who was on stage. 
uh, during the Game of the Year acceptance speech and did the whole Bill Clinton stuff. Uh, that's been uh, memed to death at this point. Uh, Bill Clinton's been modded into Elden Ring. Uh, that's that's a thing you can go play. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah of course it has. It's, yeah, it's, it's all over the place. Um, but I still think it was the best game awards thus far, uh, given oh, everything I, I thought they've like, and, and I, uh, here's, here's a question though, that maybe is, is one for discussion. Was it the best game awards because of the trailers that they had or because they've nailed that showdown? Both. You think both? I think both. It was, it was, it was without a doubt. I mean, the stuff they announced was kept secret. It was huge. They had some very big industry uh, announcements there from a bunch of like incredible developers. If you strip all of that away and it's just the show, I still think it's the best one they've done. It, it everything that they like that the show itself did was great. Uh, maybe the only criticism is how they handle the awards still. In terms of the rapid so, yeah, fire still stuff, glossed over, like and yeah, yeah. I saw a bunch of how, uh, how many like awards did they actually present of the awards on stage? Less than ten. Yeah, I, I unless I'm like lost in the haze of uh, tech difficulties, and I just was hard <laughs> was not paying attention that much. Uh, but it was definitely low. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Uh, for how many awards they give out, it was low for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Al Pacino was there. That was, uh, that's true. That was the thing. I think that like, I honestly think that means and says a lot. And I think that's why he was there and why they probably got him there. Uh, but it does give like some credibility to the awards show. in in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah. Why do you think he agreed to it? Like what, what money like besides just <laughs> money though? I, I don't know. Yeah. He I, obviously said he didn't play games or even really know a lot about them. Like, right. I, I, I think it was just, I feel like that was like a real life version of cameo. Yes. I would agree. It seems weird that someone who's as iconic and makes as much money from doing movies as he does, like would do it just for the money. Well, he did like, mention something like, about uh, his grandkids or, or something like that. That's what I'm that. thinking. Like, yeah. maybe his grandkids were like, do it. Do it, Grampy. Do it. Right. I mean, that's why, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, was playing Odin uh, this year in God of War, right? Like, the only reason he accepted oh, that shit, position man. is because his grandkids said, like, yeah, you have to do it. You have to do oh, whatever wow. this role is. Uh, he said that in an that. interview. That's cool. I didn't yeah. know that. That's awesome. <clears throat> um <laughs> But I think it did, you know, it, it lends itself to, that was probably a press release somewhere, right? Like the Game Awards hosted blah, 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 game, yada, yada, publisher, and Al Pacino, <laughs> who gave out X award uh, at the start. Um, and I think it's also cool for everyone in that category, as well as Christopher Judge, who won and got handed the award from Al Pacino, right? Like that's kind of yeah. a cool thing. Out of all the uh, like awards that were actually given on stage, I don't know if there's a celebrity that's outside of the gaming industry that would like have that same coolness to it. Like maybe some like Steven Spielberg giving game or best uh, game direction or something. I guess would be yeah, kind of in the same vein, but not necessarily in the same vein. 
or like uh is it john williams the most famous composer like music composer sure yeah yeah john williams giving out best uh soundtrack or best yeah him or like hans zimmer or someone yeah i guess yeah there you go yeah um definitely a, a shocker though they started that show off strong al pacino hades 2 those were like the first things that we saw from that award uh, and no one was expecting Hades at all. I mean, that was completely surprised. That was a, a great way to start the show off. No, and, and yeah, yeah, I spoke to that. Like, Supergiant has always made good games and never made a sequel. Yeah. And no, I, me included, I, I, I wrote it off after I finished Hades. I was like, well, I wish there was more, but alas, we'll look for the next Supergiant game, whatever that new IP may be. Ah! Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be very exciting whenever well that releases. That's that's exactly <laughs> right, Zeke. Um, for you guys, I'm sure your chats have already asked this, so it should be a potential quick question. What was the best, uh, best like, announcement for you guys? Or best trailer? Maybe not announcement. What was the best trailer oh, that best was trailer? shown? trailer? Yeah. Armored Core, man. Yeah? Armored I gotta give Core. Armored Core as far as best trailer Ooh. goes. Yeah. That, that was really that, that really gave dope. me the tingles, dude. Oh my lord! I'm I'm still when simping. I realized what I was watching. Oh, <laughs> Woo. I'm still simping pretty that hard was... for Final Fantasy 16. That trailer was the music and that will sway me over. But Armored Core was fantastic for sure. Yeah, it was real. I, I, I'd probably go Armored Core, then um, either like Diablo Four. That trailer was pretty badass. Yeah, but like as far as like the most hype that I got, like those were the best looking and sounding ones to me. Like Final Fantasy sixteen probably be up there. Yeah, but the ones that got me the hypest definitely tie between uh, Hades two and Judas. Oh, Judas was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the tra- the trailers weren't like as well. Like, they weren't as sizzling. You know, that's the sizzle in the, the game is the steak. Their trailers were good, don't get me wrong, but like the Armor Core trailer just fucking beat them to death with the, you know, yeah. with the rocket. Um, but the ones I was watching, I went, oh, oh, that, yeah, Hades 2 and Judas, no, no question. Yeah. I think Hades 2, probably biggest announcement. That and Bear McCreary, for some reason, when I freaked out over him showing up. <laughs> that was also the country music star. Yeah, the country music star, Bear McCreary. A huge moment for the Game Awards to uh, to get him. Yeah. Um, did y'all see? I, I don't know if y'all would have on uh, TikTok. Diablo has an account, and it popped up on my feed. They took that trailer, uh, and specifically the moment where the uh, priest or whoever is in front of all of the guards and like bows down, and the the spears come through the uh, the shield wall. They took that. And put the David Guetta song, uh, I'm good or whatever, the I'm blue remake of I'm good. And the second that she like bows down, that song starts. And that's an official TikTok from Sure. And man, it sucks. It fucking sucks. It's not a fan of that. I like just leave the original fucking trailer, man. You don't like. Why are you going to make something so cool and then ruin it? Yeah, it it really. I saw that. I was like, "This sucks." Every part of that sucks. So, saw that. Thought that was pretty funny. Um, 
Big award winner, obviously, was Elden Ring, winning game of the year. Uh, shout out to the, uh, we, we got called out on YouTube uh, for hating on Elden Ring all year than to see it win. I thought that was pretty funny because I don't think we did that at all. Uh, <laughs> that, that was enough to stick with me till today, 24 hours after the fact. So I suppose he wins. Um, yep. Everything else, <laughs> not really big surprise. Like, were there any other awards that were shockers or huge not really everything kind of went the only thing that was a little bit strange is apparently with the fan favorite votes there was a bug on the website that would not let you go through the votes unless you picked like sonic or genshin and those were the two highest voted yeah oh funny so people were a little bit up in arms about that hmm (laughs) i didn't see that didn't know that yeah it's weird but overall, I, think I thought it was good. Uh, I went back and watched all those trailers after the fact. I thought uh, Jedi Survivor looks really good gameplay-wise. That's going to be super fun to play. Um, Diablo's, I, that trailer's, that it's like classic Blizzard in terms of its cinematics. Hey, that, make a great trailer, man. Yeah, it was. Always have. It was very cool. Very cool to see that. Oh, Jedi, Horizon, Jedi. yeah. Horizon didn't win a single award, did they? No, Horizon got screwed again. I, I really, th- I feel bad. I mean, look, they got their accolades, right? They, they, what, what's the saying? They got their roses or whatever. When that game came out, it, it reviewed well. People, you know, yeah. had a great time playing it. It's a fantastic game. It, they just got absolutely trounced. <laughs> like, I think any game that was hoping to, to nab a game of the year award with, with Elden Ring and, and God of War Ragnarok in the same year, like, you gotta that's a lot of that's an uphill battle uh to to try to best those both just in the actual game and also just the sentiment on the internet it's rough yeah i got it i got as far as i i I was like okay i got a week to play horizon before elden ring comes out i'm gonna try and beat it in a week and i got as far as i could and i went get the fuck out of here (laughs) here." (laughs) i was like i do not regret it and I haven't gone back to it, like I want to some t- at some point, but like I don't regret going to Elden Ring. Yeah, because <laughs> Horizon was a great game. Elden Ring was something special. Yeah, I, great game. Yeah, I agree. I'll probably. I think the if their DLC, at least for the first game, is anything to go by, that DLC is probably going to be spectacular, and so maybe it'll yeah. win. Uh, you know, maybe people will go back and be like, "All oh, right, that game came out uh, when that DLC launches next year." I'm sure that's what they're hoping for because yeah. fantastic game looks and in fucking insane. Uh, one of the best looking games, if not the best looking game of the past year. Um, but it's not God of War and it's not Elden Ring, right? Like, it just comes down to that. It's- yeah. They don't have like, like it, it was up for like graphics. Horizon was up for graphical something, right? I don't, was there even a best graphics award or was there a art style award? That's an art direction, art, art direction, art direction. Is that like encompass all? It's kind of weird. It's that it's, it's such a big thing. Like saying art direction can be so many things. Yeah. You know, but like if it was like graphical innovation, like I, I would hope horizon would, would get that because I, I watched, yeah. like I played a hundred percent of God of war and I'm like, man, they should take a fucking note from Horizon because some of them like like I'm I'm over here. Hey, hey boy, boy, I'm over <laughs> here, and he's sitting there, like talking to me. 
like facing this way and his mouth is just going <laughs> and I'm like you got a lot going for you got a war but Horizon fucking stomps you in that in the facial animation category right right yeah feel uh, of all the games though I think Horizon's maybe the one I feel the worst for but it'll still it's it's still sold well it reviewed well you know it was a, it was a big deal when it came out it just came out what was it really a week between that and Elden Ring was it only a week before those uh, that seems like I can't recall but that seems crazy that there's a week in between those games it does seem pretty wild no yeah yeah weird wild uh, I don't think that they on. should have a uh, uh if they wanted to keep their indie category, they should add the, a self-published category. I think that would be great. Like you have your indie games that can be published by whoever, mm. and then you have your indie games that are self-published and you know made a name yeah. that way. Like they didn't have anybody like no big company backing or anything like that. No, no Devolver and a Perna Tiny Build Five Hundred Five. None of those guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the, I saw a lot of conversation kind of in the same vein uh, in terms of the the awards given out and if they need to change them or show more of them. I saw like a lot of uh, eSport folk. Golden Boy was was one of them just saying like either completely kill off the eSports awards or fucking show them. <laughs> I said <laughs> that. Because they didn't show a single one. Uh, I, I can imagine that'd be pretty frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it 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 seems kind of like a community grab in the sense of like we want that industry to watch us, but we don't want to give it, you know, the stage within the show. And that kind of sucks. Like they, they there needs to be a a bigger focus on that stuff for sure. Um, or just don't include it, right? Like just just be okay with not including it, even though I think it should be included in some some degree i think that'll be where that show evolves next year uh if it were to evolve again and change at all it's kind of tough because like you can't make that show longer than it is so i don't know how you give That's a good point how you give honestly focus they to should, those awards unless you cut should, ads <laughs> or do them during the pre-show properly yeah yeah i mean the 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 other thing too you have to consider is like if you cut the ads, the ads are why people show up to that thing. In terms of like watching, not not like the people in the audience. I mean, like people watch the game awards because of the ads. It also pays for the show, uh, in a lot of ways too, in all the ways most likely. But when when you say ads, you're talking about the trailers and stuff, right? And reviews. Yeah, I guess I should be yeah. more specific. I yeah. mean, like the the trailer reveals, the world premieres, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ads but yes the, the the world premieres and all that stuff is why people get uh they watch them but don't get it twisted chat those are ads <laughs> those are just ads. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know i get hype over them too i'm right there with you guys you're not alone in that's for gamers you mean someone says <laughs> ad for gamers yeah advertisements that's you want to see are still ads today i learned yes yeah. i know right yeah exactly <laughs> You'll be tired of those those uh, those trailers soon when they're running, you know, six minutes every hour of the Diablo Four thing, just nonstop. So, 
All right, uh, let's do a little bit uh, what we've been playing, and then we can jump into God of War. Uh, maybe wrap it up a little bit early so we don't come sick. I don't want to keep around too much. Uh, what have you guys been playing this this past? Really anything. There's a bunch of stuff we just haven't even talked about. Midnight Suns, I don't think we've spoken about. Zeke's been in Metal Gear Land. Co's been playing a bunch of stuff. I jumped into PoE. We can we can kind of take it wherever we want. Are you still, have you played any more Metal Gear since uh, the Game Awards, Zeke? Yep. Yeah, I played a I played a, a little bit before and I, I played all day yesterday. Uh Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots. Yeah. Is uh the current game that I'm on and uh it is every single every single Metal Gear game that comes out like it has like it's like it's like slider bars for like all right, absurdity, convo- like convoluted story, like uh, you know, graphical quality, audio quality, control scheme. <laughs> every single Metal Gear game has a different control scheme. Let me just say that, like every sure. one of them, from one to the next, does not keep all of like like the basic same controls. They just they change them as they go, and it's it's a fuck. It's just weird. Sometimes it's it seems really arbitrary. Like why would you change that? It was fine before. This is the greatest. And sometimes, the, game, sometimes I, I, I will admit this. This might be the best cutscene in any game I've ever seen. Ever. <laughs> I was starting to say this is a banger. This is sick. Like, I would like, except for the sepia tone that's on fucking everything, which I hate. Yeah, like the sepia filter. Like, if it had like better color, um, this would be like the best piece of cinema ever. Like I've ever seen. Like. You'll see what I mean, like towards the end when he starts dancing, ish. Um, but yeah, this was like absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is there's more ridiculousness in this. More like it, it, it's not as like the most convoluted and ridiculous one still so far goes to Metal Gear Solid Two. But of course, of course, everybody who's played through the game will go, just wait. Yeah. So I'm waiting. I'm ready. I'm ready for this to just blow my mind with how absurd it is. Um, Where are you at? In this story, you play, and I'm not kidding you, his name is Old Snake. That's his call sign. It's Old Snake. Yep. Which, dude, fucking, what? Why do you change it? Just, just, (laughs) anyway, you know, hold on. Let me just, sorry, I I asked why. I asked why. I give myself a, I'm giving myself a warning. Don't ask why. True. Okay. All right. Got to be careful from here on out because i don't want the red card um so uh you start as your your old snake and um you have a time limit like you 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 find out that like your life is going to end because of nanomachines um and you have to um (laughs) fucking it's i i i'll explain (laughs) it wrong no matter how i explain it i'll explain it wrong Uh uh-huh but i'll just i'll just say the things that are in it your brother, your brother, brother, he's yep. here, uh-huh. um, in the, in the arm of, of Ocelot, but he's now called liquid Ocelot, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, because he's, he's the nanomachines from liquid from the arm they transplanted onto, uh, revolver Ocelot, which was cut off by gray Fox, the ninja who died in the, in uh, metal gear solid one, I believe. Um, the nanomachines in his arm, it, like took over, 
and now he's no longer Ocelot at all. He is he just looks like him. Uh, he's he's now he's now liquid. Yep. Um all checks so out. They uh as you might imagine, Liquid wants complete control over everything in the world. He's like the, he's like the the despot uh, bent on world domination and therefore uh and then everybody if he's in control everybody can be free i guess or something like that uh-huh so <laughs> we're trying to do that we're trying to stop his plans he has uh he has designs on the frozen or well not frozen the barely kept alive torso of big boss from metal gear solid 3 who uh, who uh liquid snake solid snake and solid snake don't get solidus and solid confused idiot yeah, how could diff- you they're different totally different um also this was a great part uh-huh. uh the Change the camo, camo is really cool in this game. yeah 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 um but yeah so uh he, he's trying to take the body of of big boss and uh use the like it's you know what never mind i'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm done i'm done trying to i was wondering it's how ridiculous. long it's this fun. would go it's down absurd. <laughs> The cutscenes in this one, like, are just fucking inordinately long. They're super duper long. Like, Man, and you're not an even to the hour, long ones. Two yet. hours. Oh, I know, I know. That's and I'm I've sure heard. you get that nonstop, but yeah, like it. You're right. They're very long. Yeah, yeah. But they're it's it's really fun and good, and and it's it's so like still Kojima. It's it's the like really serious subject matter thrown in with the boobies <laughs> like here's some boobies yeah. you want to look at those okay yep okay sure i do i do want to look at those um that's and having game. been an, a, a teenage boy at one point there's still a part of me that's that gets you know excited about like beating ass uh you know shooting people and then you know just the interstitial of like uh you can change the remote control in the mission briefing you can hit the remote control so instead of you know talking to the colonel you're just looking at at sexy girl pictures <laughs> but the colonel's voice is still coming out of the tv so you see like like these like like koi bikini pictures with this like and you have to get in there snake and you have to go and capture big boss's body so like that just the juxtaposition is is fantastic and the Easter eggs, thank you once again. Shout out to Ty Martinez, my resident Easter egg hunter, who uh, has shown me some some shit you would just miss. And yeah. that's, I think, if if I were to subscribe the word genius to Kojima, it would have nothing to do with anything else other than the shit he packs into the game. There is so much missable, like tongue in cheek, winky, like you know, references and side side shit. It's it's amazing. It's still amazing to me from game to game how much stuff you can just miss by playing the game casually. <laughs> how dare you? Right. Yeah, it's it's so you almost can't play these games casually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want to like fully experience them. So. And it would seem to me I don't know how long the speed run for this game is, but it would seem like it's probably under like 20 minutes from what I see cuz it's like all cutscenes and you can just run past everybody usually. If you want to, if that's what you want to do, you can usually just run to the next area yeah, and not like have to not kill anybody. Oh, also the tradition of, uh, that was set in the, I, I think it was the end of two. 
Maybe. No, no. End of, I think, end of three. Yeah, because Ava's older, right. So the end of three, the motorcycle uh, yep. chase where, where Metal Gear is, is trompsing after you. Yeah. You don't have to press a single button in that scene at all. Sticking with tradition, this long-ass motorcycle scene in the middle of Metal Gear Solid 4, you don't have to touch a single thing. One ration heal will get you through the entire fucking scene. You could be shooting everybody around you and, like, trying to, but you don't need to at all. I just put the controller down. I was like, oh, I need a ration. Bloop. And that was it. Next chapter. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. Sounds, yeah. sounds how it goes. <laughs> sounds like Metal Gear. Uh, yeah. Man, I haven't seen this game in a while. I forgot you could, like, straight up just change who you are thanks to the, the future camo. Dude, that that sexy octopus mask, or whatever, whatever. Oh, like, you beauty, fought that boss. Octopus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really fun boss. The the the. the I always want to say decoy octopus because that's what it that's what they you know alluded to in a different game, right? But it's laughing octopus in this game because she's going she's crazy. Going insane, yeah. But that fight was really cool. The camo, the the like, uh, it was like a prop hunt. That was like a really fun fight i really dug it the 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 mechanics of that that was really cool yeah um but yeah you can put on that mask and and in a lot of cutscenes, you'll hear snake talking through the beauty octopus mask fucking great strange yeah it's super strange so where where are you at in the story uh let's see this is the last thing you did this isn't too far from from where i ended oh oh, 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 big big uh um I got to Metal Gear Solid One, and I then I then I called it for the day. Got it. Okay. Yep. Right. Yep. I for, if you oh, played the right. game, you know. I what forgot I mean. that happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So I got to that part. I went. It's twenty. I got twenty minutes left of the stream, so I'm going to end a little early uh, because I want to go into this hype as fuck with fresh eyes. You know, I want to really enjoy this part. And it was out of nowhere. I had no idea that was coming. I'm so glad no one spoiled that for me. But like. You're just plonked down into Metal Gear Solid One, and was, I was just blown away. Yeah, <laughs> I, for, I forgot that happened. Okay, I th- yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, Shadow Moses Island for those of you who know the lore, and lots of Easter eggs. Ty, Ty is champing at the bit, just like, oh, oh, I got eggs for you, son. There's so many in this area, you're gonna die. <laughs> Jeez, cool. I'm glad you've been in uh, enjoying it. Are, is the plan to still play five at some point? Are you still? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it all of them. Like, it doesn't mean I'm gonna play through all of them, but like, and I've I've said this for the last eight years streaming. Like, if I don't like a game, I will not continue it. I mean, like, I don't care if I'm in the middle. I'm right before the end. I don't give a fuck if I'm not enjoying it. I won't keep playing it. But we're gonna try. We're gonna try that. We're gonna try. Uh, um. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. We're gonna try uh, Peace Walker. We're gonna try Revengeance. Five has the best gameplay. It's also gonna probably take you 120 hours or so without you play games, because <laughs> it's like 50. Oh, is, to, it, is it super long? It's like 50 to 70 hours for a normal playthrough. For you, it'll probably really? take you like 100. Yeah, it's interesting. It's okay. very long, uh, and that's all. For the most part, that's gameplay, right? Like five is the inverse of four. Where it's that predominantly is, it's very strange, yeah. And the gameplay is very, 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 very good, very fun. So, 
We'll see when you get to that in, uh, I don't know, probably January, February at some point, whenever you play it. Take a break. Yeah, I have to be after January because Cedarom's on, but yeah. Um, also, uh, just one last thing. This game is chock full of camos, ca- camos, cameos. Uh huh. People pop in from other from the previous three games, and that's been a lot of a lot of very fun fan service. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll keep up. Co, what have you been playing past couple days? What are you, what are you grinding on? Oh, you're muted. <laughs> there we go. Uh, spent a lot of time in the in the Warhammer 40k alpha. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, right. uh, yeah. Are those vods uh, on was... YouTube to pull it up real quick. Should be. Let me yep. see. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to mention that and show that. Uh, was that is it just the alpha that anyone can play, or were, was it yeah. private access? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's the alpha, the yep. uh, founder alpha. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull. Oh, I forgot you played for spoken. I want to talk about that too. Yep, did a two-hour sponsor stream for, for Spoken. Uh, so is it, what would you liken uh, Rogue Trader to in terms of, like, similar CRPGs? Um, I mean, it's it's a CRPG, so it, it follows all that. Probably Pathfinder, Kingmaker, and Wrath of the Righteous, just because Owlcat is the same producer. Um, but it does have its own complete custom rule set, and it is much more, of course, like, grimdark warhammer 40k yeah so just in a little bit of time that i played it there's a lot of cool a lot of cool things to see a lot of cool things to do the ship combat so you actually get to like pilot your ship through space and and there's like a turn-based tactical combat where you blow up other ships and stuff and uh looks like a lot of unique characters and it, it's it's for an alpha it's pretty damn great yeah i'm, I'm very excited for it yeah how much uh like character do you make your main character um, well, they started you at chapter two in the alpha, so we oh. don't know how much customization there is so far. Okay. So, but there, there, it does seem to be a lot of customization. There's going to be backgrounds, and then there's going to be like classes inside the backgrounds, and then advanced classes in those. Wow. So okay. there's a there's going to be a a pretty dang good amount of customization. Yeah. Cool. Does it seem like they nailed the the warhammerness of it? Like, is that oh, yeah. that crowd yeah. it's, happy it's great. with it? Yeah. The, the bit that I played was fantastic. Um, okay. I, you know, I'm not a huge warhammer fan so you'd have to ask if they really nailed it to them but i mean it it was it's been it's been really good so far yep. did playing um dark tide at all help with kind of some of the lore in this was there um, did you notice things really. in dark tide where you're like ah it's that or is it that different? not not really too much it's okay. it takes place in a in a like a completely different section so there, there may be a few things with the chaos gods and stuff but um no they're they're very very different games different like power level wise you're not interacting with that type of stuff this early right like you're not seeing like i i guess maybe the question is what are you seeing in terms of the like power level of everything around you is it fairly grunt stuff that early on or are you fighting uh, like- well chapter two i mean you're you're fighting like servitors and i i did fight a uh what was it a furnace demon or something okay um there, there are definitely some stronger enemies that you fight, but you know, mostly it's been like you know, rebels and servitors, and we fought a couple. You know, like we found a random ship in space that was derelict that had been taken over by chaos, and you know, all sorts of. That's cool. Stuff. That's cool. Are you able to fly from like planet to planet, or how does it handle that? Yeah, that oh. not only can you fly from planet to planet, but like a big part of the game is flying around like scanning planets. So you can set up like uh, resource extraction outposts and eventually colonies, and then colonies you actually choose how they grow, and there's like colony quests and stuff. 
So it, it looks like it's going to be pretty expansive. A lot of those features in the alpha are very undeveloped, so we're not exactly sure what they're going to look like. Um, but you can see them there and uh, and that they're going to be doing them. Nice. Any timeline on what, when and where and how it's all going to be released? Or they just put this out and so. said, play it, help us? Yeah. yeah, help us, help us. They're kind of going with a, a less um, expansive, I'd say, Larian approach with it. Where they're kind of like, they put out the alpha and they're like, you know, give it a try, let us know what you like, let us know what you don't like. Um, and, you know, we're, we're going to kind of keep moving from there. Cool. Uh, what, what are they asking for it on Steam? Do you know? I've, I've... Oh, price-wise? I'm not sure. And I don't think you can just buy the base game and get into this. I think this was a, a more oh, it, specialized. Yeah, it just says coming soon. So I guess it's yeah. Not so I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think this was a, 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 a large backer thing or something. There's pre-order a the backer, collector's um, edition, but it doesn't say yeah. it comes with the game. So, okay, cool. Well, I guess coming soon then is the best thing. Uh, if you are a founder who bought the developer's pack or collector's edition, just like you said, you can get a Steam key for it. Got it. Okay. Let's talk about this Forspoken thing, this demo they put out. I've heard mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of things about this. I'm curious about your opinion on the game. This game's been delayed a bunch. It's finally coming out early next year, I think February-ish. How's the demo? Like, what What are you thinking? Was it, is the gameplay good? How you, what are you thinking? It is a, a very standard Isekai game, what we're seeing. Okay. Um, you know, a game where... Very standard what? Uh, isekai. Uh, it, oh, it, okay. basic. Yeah, so basically, like, a normal person gets, <coughs> you know, just doing their normal person thing, gets sucked into being a hero kind of thing. You know, it, it's the standard, that kind of standard story. Um, and it's... it's uh, the combat, I went in with pretty low expectations because everything I saw from it looked okay. The traversal system looked fun. I thought it was going to be like a Warframe, you know, kind of traversal system. Um, turns out it's not really. Uh, you just kind of hold a button and kind of fly through things. There's not there's not really any complexity to it of any kind. Oh. Combat is kind of cool. It's kind of spammy. You have two different groups of magic, and then you have different spells within the magic as well as like uh, combo skills you can do and hold down skills you can do. Um, there's auto-targeting, which makes that kind of easy. and um, it, it was okay. Uh, kind of overall, I felt, I felt like with the combat and stuff, like it was okay. It was by no means my favorite, but it wasn't bad. Like, it, you know, the combat was, was pretty engaging. And especially when I figured out which spells I liked after trying them all, you know, I was doing that stuff a lot better and that was good. However, um, I, at first I had like the banter on and the banter is generally between the main character and her magic bracelet thing, which is, uh, like a, a British man essentially. <laughs> okay. And British I got to say, man, bracelet. It it was it was it was bad, like it was it was bad. How it was like verbose? Bad as in it is clearly like the lines were just exceptionally lame, uh, very forced. Um, things like uh, you know, like man, you really walloped those guys. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah, and it's just like, why did you why did you even say that? Um, sure, you know, just a lot of very forced banter, a lot of very uh, very teenage oriented stuff. Like random f bombs every so often, like with for no reason, she all of a sudden drop f bombs. Yeah, like three or four times at the demo, she all of a sudden started <laughs> dropping f bombs, and it's just like, why are you doing this? <laughs> like it's just it's strange. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's very clear that the banter and and this is what has me concerned about the game as a whole. It's very clear that the banter is directed towards a younger audience, like a teenage audience. It's very, um, you know, like. Uh, man, I'm. I wish I could get more sleep. Well, you're you're tired. Yeah, I'm always tired. You know, and it's just like okay. 
um uh you know it, it's very it's very much slated towards younger people is and that like has me a little bit concerned for like the whole story like if, if that's if the whole story is going to have that same kind of vibe that the banter does are you seeing that and like cut like proper story cutscenes? is it the same there's pretty style? much no story in the demo Oh, like it's, demo, it's game demo focused. is just like okay. a, it's like a mini sandbox and you have some objectives you can do there. There does seem to be a, a relatively deep skill, well, deep, relatively large skill system. Maybe not deep. I, I didn't really have that much of a look at it. You can, you know, there's a bunch of spells you can learn, do challenges on the spells to then, you know, unlock further spells and things like that. There's a whole uh, nail system where you can paint your nails and it's like a passive thing. So that's, you know, if you like painting nails, that's. Do you get more power when you paint your nails? Is it like real life? You get like passive bonus. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. That's Can exactly. you put race car stripes on your nails and go faster? Is that like what? Little jewels and stuff like that. Yeah. It is important to mention though that I, I was, you can, there's a banter selector. You can literally turn the banter from like high to nearly off. And I turned huh. the banter to minimal and then it just felt like a pretty okay adventure. Well, that's cool. Game. I like, guess. Yeah, they, like basically they kind of stop talking and you, they just kind of let you focus on playing the actual game. And uh, I, I, for me personally, it definitely made the experience a little more um, tenable. But hmm. yeah, overall, like for me, I'd say the game itself felt it felt okay. It, it certainly wasn't like the best action semi-open world game I've played. It wasn't the worst. The traversal system made it pretty easy to get around. It was it was just basically hold a button, but apparently you can make that a toggle if you want to. Um, but the banter again was was really not for me, and that does lead me to be like, especially for an isekai story to be really good, um, it has to be especially these days pretty good. I mean, even even if you aren't familiar with that term, everybody in this channel has has seen or experienced isekai stories a thousand times. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing where if they're if they're going to do that, like it it needs to hopefully bring a little bit of oomph, a little bit of flavor to the table. And uh, I'm especially with the banter. If, if it's going the direction the banter is, I'm not really sure like how much staying power this game is going to have with, with any middle to older age audience. Middle to older age being like early twenties. <laughs> like it, it, it was very uh, rough. For, yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. S- when was this originally supposed to come out? Cause they got it delayed to January 24th, 2023, which that seems to me like let's push it into a thing where it's not going to get. Wow. Someone in all caps just made sure I need to. Isekai is going to a different world code. Please. As you said that at the end in all caps, please. Is that what you do in <laughs> so this game? I'm, I think that's exactly what you do in this game. <laughs> so. Like um, then this character you're playing, I think, is from our earth and gets transported yep. to that is exactly this fantasy what world, this which is what it is. <laughs> nice. Someone asked if Superman is his guy. It's reverse his guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That'll give him something to chew on for a bit. Zeke. We'll keep him busy with that. And then we'll just move on with the show. <laughs> how did uh, you play it on the PS five? I did. Uh, how did it look and run? Was it, was it running fine? Uh, there are quality and and frame rate focused options. Um, mm. I turned it to the frame rate focus, and it it ran pretty pretty good, pretty well. Yeah. Um, on the frame rate option, there were a few times when I'd be fighting a lot of guys or a lot of spell effects would be going that it feels like it would drop a little bit. Like there were there were noticeable drops at times. Um, but it, with the performance option, which I pretty much always prefer, it it, it seemed to run run okay. 
Okay. And it looks pretty. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good looking game. Sometimes combat can get a little busy. Yeah. Like so much can kinda be going like on right the now. screen. Kind of like right <laughs> now. Um, it can get a little busy, but um, yeah. I mean, it, the, the action and the combat parts were definitely the best parts for me. For sure. All right. Uh, is the demo like uh, for a certain time only, or you can just grab it whenever? I know you did. A uh, the demos, the demos it, so. free, and okay. it's on PS5 only. You can't get it on PC, and then it comes out for PC and PS4 five on the 24th of January. Yeah, cool. Uh, it also is important that yes, as, as which is going to be a big thing when this game comes out, <laughs> is uh, this is an eighty dollar game, seventy nine ninety nine. I believe, uh, maybe or is it 69 euro, 80 euro. Oh, 80 no, euro. I, I, I want to okay. say it's, it's, it's expensive. They're, yeah. they're, they're trying the higher price with this one. Yep. They're trying the higher price. Interesting. I want to say, I want to say it might be $70, but I think they're actually trying 80 euro if I'm not mistaken. 80 euro. Okay. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Pricey. So that's is that, gonna, is that that's the same be, on uh, a rough sell? What? If I go to like steam, what does it say? the price yeah 69.99 right now on steam so they, really do they give you any indication as to uh like playtime uh no not that we saw okay you can get man the deluxe bundle is 95 dollars. what comes with that an elite cloak, a spectra combat or combo necklace, overclock nails, a mini art book, digital mini soundtrack, digital prequel story DLC to come out next summer and prequel story DLC early access mm. for $95. That's wow. That's a lot of dollary dues. <laughs> that's a lot of dollary mm-hmm. dues. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of dollary dues. Yeah. Uh, did it have anything uh, special with the PS5 controller? So weird hearing that number and then thinking of like Game Pass, like the, it just in terms <laughs> of like in terms of value and how much quality time you'll get out of what, the money you spend and stuff like that. Like that's yeah, that's wild. You're not wrong. Was there any uh, DualShock Five uh, specialness to it, Co? Like triggers or haptic feedback uh, or anything? Not too much there they there was some talking through the controller that the bracelet does which is kind of cool but not really okay uh anything else co you want to bring up we, we haven't talked midnight suns we could save that for next week or uh, did you play i know you did a sponsored thing did you go back I and did. play any of it after that not really yeah no yeah it, it for me i don't i the card game stuff was kind of cool but i don't think i'm quite enough of a Marvel fan to get through the Sims portion. Right. Um, it was a lot. Yeah. So our game stuff was fun. I did really enjoy that. Um, but yeah, the, the problem is the, the Sims part of the game is so directly tied into the, the card portion of the game. Like you get so many tangible, real benefits by doing that Sims portion. Yeah. Um, so it, I, I got to a point where I was just like, eh, you know what? Like, I don't quite care enough about that. To, like, and I don't want to lose out and everything else. So, yeah, that was pretty much when, when people ask how it is and if they should play it, I, I asked them, well, are you a Marvel fan? <laughs> if the answer is no, I say, well, combat you'll probably enjoy. I don't know if you'll yeah. enjoy the jokes because you gotta. there's a lot of insider info to that stuff on why Blade is just saying, tell your mother I said hello in hell type commentary. <laughs> like, you won't really understand that unless you know about Blade and who that character is or yeah, all that stuff. 
Um, but I do, I, I think the combat does speak for itself. Like it, it is a well-made aspect of that game that you don't have to be a Marvel fan to enjoy the combat. It's yeah. just, it's just it fun, fun XCOM strategy type stuff. Um, the other 50% of the game, you gotta be a Marvel fan. I think for a lot of that, uh, and enjoy like lighthearted campy conversation. Cause it is a little bit silly. It is a lot of bit silly. And some like blade simping captain Marvel for, you know, a large majority of that game. And you go to a book club that blade has created and, you know, things like that. <laughs> it is. It is. And I, I even said this in one of my sponsored tweets. I was like, this is a game made for Marvel. Fans. Yes. Like, this, this is, this is, this is a, this is a game specifically like for Marvel fans. And it yeah. really shines. That kind of thing. Yeah. I'm probably going to, the other thing that's wild about the game is, uh, it's long. It's like 50 to 70 hours, uh, for main story. Um, some, some say, get a hundred plus if you do everything. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm about halfway through. I took a break for POE. I think I'm going to go back and, and attempt to finish it. Um, but there's a lot of hours in the game. And, and again, that's split 50, 50. It's not all combat. You're not just constantly doing, um, missions. So I'll probably go back to it on like Monday ish. I would say for a couple hours. Um, but you got to be a Marvel fan, I think, for the the dialogue and that. Otherwise, you're just going to be like, why the, f- why are we listening to Iron Man debate Doctor Strange on science versus magic? Who fucking cares? <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's like, yes, this is what I wanted. <laughs> if you're a Marvel fan, you're like, this sounds great. This is fantastic. That sounds like an injury concert. Like for me, that was like, I want to know how that conversation goes. Yeah, I'm really interested. I'm really intrigued. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's fun. I've I've had a lot of people that really enjoy that game that are are very surprised by how much they are enjoying that game. So it seems kind of love or hate it. I haven't seen anyone like middle of the road about it. But we'll probably uh once I finish it I'll have more to say uh and discuss that. But I'm trying to keep it short. Played POE, Co, did you jump in at all? Have you checked out the league? No, I just I haven't had time. I don't, I don't I've kind of missed that first wave too, unfortunately. And shout out to my boy Ziz. He actually like Made a fun little intro to one of the builds. Oh uh, yeah, that, for like that, play this do and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Code TV slash POE build. Nice. Uh, he like put a crab costume on and everything. It was great. <laughs> um, dude's, dude's a champ. But yeah, like timing and stuff just didn't really seem to, to line up. I mean, the I was hoping to get a little bit of it in, and then I've been sick, and uh, this uh, this DKO thing, you know, came end of last week, which would have been my cozy time to play it. So yeah, yeah. I just don't know if I'll make it this week. <sighs> POE is weird these days. Uh, like I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, I put, uh, I don't know, 20, maybe 25 hours into the league so far. Um, only came out mid last week, right? Came out Friday at one. Uh, yeah. So I've played a lot. Uh, yeah, but it is a, uh, I saw the stats that it was one of the lowest in terms of like steam count for the game since like 3.0 launch. And so there definitely have been a pretty steep drop off and like people playing it. Um, Oh, and so I have one of their biggest leagues just a few leagues ago though. Yeah. I think last league like really upset some people with, with 3.19 because all the arch nemesis stuff. stuff. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I also think there's a lot of other wow. stuff going on, like Dragonflight being out. There's a huge crossover, I think, between people that play World of Warcraft and people that play PoE. Um, so that's that's stealing players from it. There's also just a lot of other games out right now. Um, and I think it's also last year they came out with the expansion in January when maybe not that many other things were going on. Um, league mechanic-wise, to speak to that, uh, they have attempted to do a rogue-like um, for the league mechanic. And it's... It depends the person uh it depends on what the person is playing if they enjoy the league or not I feel. If they're playing a build like how do I is one of those things where it's hard to please everyone with the response to this because <laughs> it is going to make some other people uh defensive as I've seen in and streaming the game for 36 hours now or whatever. Um it depends on the build that you're playing if you enjoy the league because some builds are just better at the league content, which has always been true, but they're better at the league content <laughs> because spell effects in the league content make the league content worse. For example, I'm playing Vortex, which I know you've played before. So you know how Vortex blocks things on the ground with the spell animation? Yeah. You have to be able to see things in the league. Uh, they give you a second like HP essentially in the mechanic you're given 300 resolve and you can change that and blah, blah, blah. And so when you die in the league mechanic, it's because you've run out of resolve and everything is very telegraphed in the league. But if you're playing something that has a very on very dominant on-screen presence, you can't see a lot of the mechanics happening and you just get hit by them. And so that kind of sucks. Uh, kind of really sucks. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's why I haven't necessarily interacted too much with the league content because it's significantly harder. Mm. The, the best way for me to do it is to like turn off vortex, which is a very significant part of a cold dot build and just use all the other abilities within the build, except for kind of the main one. And I don't know if that's great, uh, <laughs> when it comes to playing the actual, uh, the actual game, um, there are obviously builds that don't have that much on-screen presence that have very minimal spell effects occurring. And like those do very well in the, the content from what I've seen. So maybe it's the type of deal where I need to re-roll and play that type of stuff. Um, that that's, being said, that's still super, super unfortunate. Yeah. Like that's yeah. That's surprising. Yeah. Uh, that being said, it is a get good mechanic. It is a like, man, I'm getting hit by this shit. I need to get better. Um, and so that's that's kind of a fun thing, right? Like people that are good at dodging things within PoE are finding success with the league mechanic. Um, and people that are bad at that type of stuff are not finding success. Um, but league mechanic aside, they seem to have fixed the issues that happened last league uh, with all the Arch Nemesis the Arch mods. Nemesis, yeah. yeah, the rares are not anywhere near what they were. They've added a bunch of like benefits. Um POE players will understand this. Non-POE players won't. Uh, there's a bunch of new rare mods now um, mm. or, or benefits on kills. So I hit level 89 and my gems were level 20 because my uh, the skill gems were level 20 because there's rares that give you extra skill gem XP now. And so you can level up gems a oh. lot faster if you run into that stuff, which is cool. Uh, That's cool. That type of stuff is is great. Um 
The rares seem fixed for the most part. I like all the mods. I haven't really ran into anything that I can, can't kill. Um, but yeah, the league mechanic is what it is and, and we'll see how long that, uh, either I, I conform to that and play something that can interact with it a lot more, or I just completely ignore it and play more POE. Um, still want to, I'll probably go back to playing it tonight, playing it off stream. Um, but I think on stream it's, Pee-wee's got a shorter window now uh, these days on stream. Everyone's kind of seen it. Everyone knows what Path of Exile is. Uh, and unless you're kind of the the top dogs or the, you know, the the peak performers in that game on Twitch, it's not the greatest game to stream. Um, so I'll probably shelf it and, and become a uh, an offliner for that. But the league itself, it's fine. It's like a 7 out of 10, I would say for me. Depends on your build, mostly. Um, and really depends on also the person. So short and sweet on old, uh, old POE. Apart from that, I don't think there's anything else. Been playing a bunch of Marvel Snap. still doing a sponsored stream for that after this, actually. Uh, that's been oh, you fun. Did another one. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, enjoying that. Um, I played a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's see. I can actually, hold on. Let me see. 280. Oh, oh. You're, man, you're playing a lot of that. What are you talking? That's you just started this past week. <laughs> no, I'm doing all the upgrades or the uh, the daily like, um, what's it called? The, the fast upgrades. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Wait, I'm, I'm doing those too. I'm you... using my. That's all I use my gold for is buying the. Uh, okay. The oh, fuck. There's gold bars and what are the credits? I don't know. Yeah, credits, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah, the blue. There's the gold and the blue. I'm using the gold to buy the blue and the blue to buy the green. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> upgrade. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I do that uh, a lot. I still, like, my collection is still, like, low. Fucking so low. Like, I, 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 I can't, don't even, I can't even bother looking at deck builds right now. Yeah. Because yeah, it's just, like. You don't have the cards for it. 90% of the cards is not, I don't, I don't even own them yet, so. Yeah, but cool. That's Marvel Snap. We talked about it a bunch, so I'd, I'll cut the conversation a little short. I did play uh, this Portal RTX. It was sponsored. I got it. This is fucking impressive. I don't know if you guys have seen footage of this, but this is Portal from 2007, uh, and NVIDIA's RTXified it. I'm playing this at 4K uh, with DLSS 3 on, getting like 70 frames on it. It's this inc- is the 4090. This is with a 4090. It is remarkable looking. <laughs> like it is simply insane just to see the lighting of this game uh, and and what they are able to do now. It's the perfect game for it, right? Because everything's very self-contained in terms of the levels that you're walking into and the lighting of environments and all that. But holy crap, it is uh, a marvel to look at. It's stunning to just play through this again. It only was like the original portals, like two and a half hours or something like that. Um, it can run on thirty uh, X cards as well. It's not just forty X cards. Um, oh, for DLSS three? Uh, well, you get DLSS two, but you're not going to be. You can't run this at four K on a three X card, like mm. with a forty ninety and a ten nine hundred K CPU, which is three gen old CPU. I was still only pushing 70 FPS. It's it's incredibly demanding. If I turn out, uh, off DLSS 3, I get like 20 frames. Uh, so it's it's a chunky. 
thing, but it's a completely free update for portal. You don't have to buy anything. You just download the RTX thing. Um, and it's, if that's like what we're in store for in the next couple of years from a lighting perspective, uh, I'm incredibly excited and it's perfect game to showcase it with just those like balls flying around kind of crazy looking. There's also that, I know you guys don't play it, but Fortnite put out uh, 5.1 uh, or, or rather launched their new chapter and it came with 5.1 lighting of Unreal Engine. Have you guys seen any video footage of that? Because that's also impressive. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very pretty. Um, the fact that they're continuing to update that makes a lot of sense for Epic to do so, right? It's their flagship game. It's it's one of the biggest games. It has been for some time. And it looks very, very pretty with that uh, the new lighting updates that they included in the new Unreal Engine. What is that? UE5, I guess. Their their new lighting updates for UE5.1. Anyways, that's Portal. That's Fortnite. You guys want to do some God of War spoiler cast for a bit, however long we go on for? Hell yeah. Let me, I'm uh, waiting. What, what do I want to do, like, footage-wise? I don't... I need to pull a spoiler thing for it. Uh, Zeke, you finished it up last night. Let, let's let's do this. Let's start with where hey. we're at in terms of like finishing up the game, and I'll pull up some footage of it. Uh, Co, you have beaten the story. You have not done yes, any I, of the like hard fights, right? I beat the story. I have not done the hard fights. I have no qualms seeing them because I don't really feel like it's a spoiler. Same. Just, yeah, so that's fine. Uh, and I did do. Um, I finished the game, and I did do a little bit of post game content, um, specifically. Uh, the blacksmith tells you to go, keeps telling you to go to this place and you'll see something cool. I went there and saw something cool. And then um, I went to, uh, are we officially in spoiler territory? Yeah. Cause I'm pulling this up and putting these spoiler tags up. We are in spoiler territory. <laughs> in spoiler territory. I, went, I went to Brock's funeral. Got it. Um, okay. and, and did that. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just start with this real quick. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, and I don't think this evolves during the course of the story unless there's more to it I didn't do, but man, Sindri. What Stark change at the end? A decision to like keep that going, because that's exactly what it would be like. It felt so realistic. Like I was actually very hopeful that they, we weren't going to go to the funeral and Cinder was going to be like, you know, put his hand on a treasure's shoulder and be like, it's okay. No, he was like, no, you know what? You know what? F- you, f- you, all of you, um, I still hate you and I'm leaving. And it's like, bullshit. Yeah. It's crazy I to even think went like, online, that's Sindri's story. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's how the game ends with Sindri. Like that really jovial, nice guy. He's been kind of part-time comic relief throughout the whole game. The end of his story absolutely loathing the main characters and being like i blame you extensively for this and you used me. it's like wow that's a decision like, for sure holy shit dude like that oh. is a that is a decision i yeah. oh Atre- yeah atreus wasn't there i'm sorry i meant i meant the god of war yeah atreus is at that point off doing his maybe the next game's thing yeah i desperately wanted closure on that part so i went online like where's Sindri now where do you find him where is he <laughs> where is he i want to go find him nothing and i was like that can't be can't be like i I, like just he just fucking he fucks off and you're just like wait no but wait but not for reals though right 
Not for reals though. Like, like you left that kind of open ended there. Okay, fuck. I guess. Yeah. 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 It's a crazy, crazy powerful decision to make that. Yeah, I, I think the like in general the game does a very good job of just showing like the different stages of grief. I, I think is a like the twenty eighteen in this, you see so many different stages of like where someone can be when it comes to loss. You get to see uh Sindri and Brock. I mean, you get to see Kratos and Atreus, right, over the entire course of the first game with the mom. You get to see uh, Freya and uh, and her uh, son um, after the oh, results and the of the whole first game, game. The whole game is Kratos dealing with the fact that he's going to lose his father. It's it's like it's almost like pre grief. Atreus, yeah, Atreus. Is yeah, Atreus. Lose, yeah, yeah. Lose father. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's it's wild, man. It's wild, wild that that was like things that they touched on like that many facets of just kind of a single emotion uh or one core emotion not necessarily a single emotion but a core emotion with grief um grief of war yeah grief of war right um i also thought for me i'm curious for you guys like the biggest uh the game was very emotional in parts uh for me specifically the biggest response and i i would think it's going to be different for co i don't want to put uh words in your mouth but being a father i I would think it's different but for me the biggest emotional response having played all of the god of war games is when kratos goes to the back of that board and kind of sees you know his future and has a moment of like i am gonna like fuck you zeus i am gonna have people worshiping me like my statue's right there motherfucker like i did this i'm i'm here like even thinking about it now like that's such a big no words are spoken it's just him seeing that and realizing that. And it's like, it's insane how much that impacted me. Uh, and I think that was probably my, my biggest emotional response in the game. There's a lot of stuff when, um, when Kratos is talking to Atreus as well, that is very good. It's not to like diminish those scenes, but for me, it was the moment of, of Kratos realizing his, uh, his fate and, uh, kind of the, the tears welling up in that moment. Was the same for you as a, a father? Like, did you was that, the be better that scene? Was an, be better scene was really good. Like, uh, I I think there there are lots of like minor scenes that are just very impactful in terms of the relationship between them. Yeah. Um, I will say though that 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 last scene was was really powerful too. With with Kratos seeing that, I mean that 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 not only is like a a big scene in terms of him changing, but it's a huge scene in terms of the fact that like he even says I think at one point about like envisioning a future he didn't know he had yeah like, wasn't possible or something like that and it's kind of like that's that's wild it feels very deserved after the changes that he's gone through so that was uh that was an incredibly cool scene absolutely no question yeah no Zeke, question what about for you it ain't even close man yeah <laughs> the dog in the oh, opening yeah. no yep. no no when the, the the he puts the soul of uh of uh uh fenrir Oh. into the dog and they find him and i'm gonna get choked up right now <laughs> i mean he recognizes him he knows him he's he's this huge rift tearing like yeah you know otherworldly beast giant and you see him uh you you fight him and then you then you see him later 
with uh, with a a soul with a uh, um Fenris, his his old wolf soul in it. Yeah. And he does the like he whines, he yawns, he does all the things and it just like crushed me, dude. Like Such seriously, I was girl. weeping just in the <laughs> Well, even <laughs> this is doggy. If I'm remembering correctly, doesn't Kratos just go sit like right after he realized what's happening? <laughs> the dog like listens to him and, and understands the command like that. They know yep, that. So good. Yeah. That was a, that was a fantastic scene. Yeah. I had to get out. I had to like stand up and go give my wife a hug. And she's like, oh, what's wrong? I'm like, there's a sad part in my video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there's yeah. a lot of that. Um, for me, the the spear. Did y'all know about the spear? Did y'all have that spoiled for you? Oh, not at I all. I did not. I had. I was very lucky to not have that spoiled for me. I knew that Brock died. I had that spoiled for me. Unfortunately. Oh. Um, oh, that sucks. But I didn't. And and this is like uh, spoiler alerts are on the screen. This is crazy giga spoilers. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> okay. I was fucking shocked. When Odin revealed himself to be Tyr, I had no earthly idea yeah, that dude. that was happening. That one, I had, I actually like, I had somebody try to spoil it, um, but they didn't succeed, and I basically got, uh, yeah, Tyr is actually, uh, oh, so yep. like, I so you're I, sussy. I, yeah, like it was, and and the thing is, is once once you hear that, you don't know, you never know. Right. The thing is, is here's 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 what's funny. I had that. I I'd already gotten through most of the game before that happened, and I swore that Tyr was with that team while Atreus was doing things with Odin, and I didn't piece together the fact that Tyr was separating himself from the party in his room, not being seen. So like I, I I didn't think it was Odin. To put it bluntly, I was like, well, at one point I even remember thinking to myself, no, it can't be Odin because we're chilling with Odin here, and Tyr was just in that last scene, so it's not Odin. <laughs> so then when it turned out to be Odin, that was definitely that was definitely surprising. I, and I yeah, even mentioned I bought- in chat, I was like, but didn't he? Wasn't he with Atreus right then? And chat was like, nope, he was in his room, and they actually made a point to say that. I was yeah. Like, oh, shit. oh, they were incredible at, at how they wrote it. Like, did y'all go and watch all of the scenes where you can see that it's like where they quote unquote show you that it's Odin. I I will say that oh, I was there like a YouTube video. Or I was suspect early. Yeah. A lot of the things that Tyr does are incredibly suspect. Like it's it's definitely a twenty twenty hindsight thing. But there are many many times where what Tyr does does not make sense, or the way he reacts to situations doesn't make sense. Yeah. If you think about it from the perspective of him, like why would he be acting like that? It only makes sense if it was because he was Odin. Yeah. <laughs> so well, the, th- the thing yeah. is, like, I, I can usually, like, if I know it's a mystery, then I, c- I can usually piece it together. Like, a lot of times I'll piece it together before it happens. I didn't know it was a mystery to solve. All I saw in Tear was a man who was like Kratos, who spent his entire life as a god of war and didn't want anything to do with it anymore. Like, I totally bought that shit hood, like, hook, line, and sinker. I thought it was a theme that they were playing on, like, showing kratos like yeah yeah like like just the the a broken the similarities man. yeah he yeah. was he was a broken man between like have the redemption fucking, yeah. like i don't want anything i don't want to pick up a sword i don't want to i don't want anything to do with violence or war or any of it you can all have it 
and I fucking bought it. And when they revealed it, I was super surprised. I was like, oh, well, shit, it comes out of nowhere too, because Brock is like giving him shit, and they're like, oh, Brock's just being Brock, like he's he's being the hard ass Brock, and then it goes from literally zero to one hundred <laughs> like that, and then you're like, oh shit, that's and he just oh fucking Christ, okay, this is happening. This is where we're at. Uh, you guys uh, both find the real tier, by the way. I know where he's at. I haven't had the conversation yet. I'm saving it for like oh. when I wrap up. But I, I know where he's at. I, I saw a uh, clip of that, uh, and, yeah. and you that he exist. What'd you say? Did, did you find the real tier? Me? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I okay. found him, Co. I didn't have the second part of the conversation yet. If that okay. makes sense. Cool. Yeah. The prison. Yes. Yeah, I went to the prison. Yeah, the actual prison. The real prison. That was really cool to, to find out, like, why is Odin keeping all these, like, randos? Yes. Like, these just fucking random, like, people prison. They're not even, like, higher ups. And then you find Tyr, and it all just sinks in, like, this is how he infiltrates. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's dope. I loved it. So <laughs> there's a video, I, I think. I saw, like, a TikTok of it, but you can go and find all of those NPCs where he's actually using them in the story. Like you see them at points and can really that it's Odin. Yeah. One of them, I know no. one of them is when you're first riding into uh, Svartalheim and the city mm-hmm. and, and uh, Nidal. All the dwarves are like suspicious of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the bridge, you can see a dwarf in the center and there's uh, he's walking to the left and that's Odin. And how do you he, know it's him? He's, uh, the, I saw the developers say that it's him. I don't, there's probably some tell. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like very apparent uh, that he's him apparently. God damn. I need to watch a video about that now. Cause that's, Oh, that's that's the guy that spit you. That's the guy that he spits at you. That's what it is. He spits at you. What a dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so all that stuff is, is there. Then you see that, that NPC's body in the prison at the end. And so that's the Mm. connection. But the fact they like put all that and hid that kind of like so in front of your face is kind of cool. awesome. It's it's like oh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm curious what you guys think about uh, Freyer's uh, ultimate demise at the end. Because I thought it was kind of ridiculous and stupid. Yeah, unnecessary. I was just like, bro, jump in the fucking portal. Like, what are you doing? That's, yeah. That thing is a sentient weapon. Just keep it spinning and walk 10 feet. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of silly. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll hold like- them off. I could, I could reach out and touch the portal, though. Like, yeah. maybe I should go. Maybe I should go. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, he died for the plot. Yeah, good point. Well, he died for the he actual, for like, the Ragnarok story, right? Like, he that's in the traditional mythology he dies oh is it okay. i think that's why that happened but okay it could have made his death cooler yeah they totally could have made his death cool yeah. he was such a fun Very character underwhelming uh and for him to be like i can't move 10 feet that <laughs> kind of pissed me of that, you know what i was kind of disappointed I about bathroom i'll be back okay okay you know what i was kind of disappointed about was the way they <laughs> the way they just kind of like off off camera like yes i united the elves yes i got the army of the dead yes i got all these people like and they didn't even like that's interesting shit it was like a wrap like, it up just moment fucking gloss over it like yeah. what the fuck yeah, i agree <laughs> i i felt like they made that decision because they didn't want the end to like drag on 
and they wanted to just like get right to it type deal. Sure, but this like millennia long, like whatever, however, however many winters it was that the dark elves and the light elves were fighting, and it just and then gets, just like yeah. okay, we'll go and like well, they do make the the specific call out like it's not that they are at peace, it's that they found like a common enemy. No, I know that, but I wanted to see that 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 brokered. You know, right. I wanted to see like right. like you know them sharing a cup together or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I agree. Uh, that was definitely kind of glossed over. Um, I would, I would even take it a montage. Just give me a montage before Ragnarok happens. Well, yeah. You know, before the final assault. Yeah. Um, did you know you were going to play Atreus in the story? I didn't. I was kind of shocked when the, when you like walk outside and then the camera pans to Atreus when he like goes through the window and then you start playing as him. Like he just stops moving and you, you begin playing as Atreus and not Kratos. Oh, I see. I see. You mean like uh, you're like that's the character you're playing, not not just a yeah a helper. Yeah. Um. Did I know that? No. But thinking back on it, I gotta say, like, I wasn't like I didn't know I was gonna do it, but I wasn't super like shocked. Surprised. Yeah. I don't know why. Like it, it felt nat- it felt natural. It felt like yeah, of course I'm gonna play Atreus like a couple of times because you know he's a uh, uh, he's not just a child anymore. Yeah, I think that's what they you were know? kind kind of trying to show with yeah. that. I don't. Uh, yeah, that I didn't. I didn't remember. You don't play him at all in the in the first one, do you? No, no. Wow. And there, there's no okay. other uh, there's no other companions as well in the first one. I think I forgot. <laughs> I yeah. think I must have forgotten. Like, like of course I'm playing Atreus. I played Atreus in the first one. And just you know, glad just like over my mind. I didn't even think that. Like, no, you didn't play him at all in the first one. Yeah, there was no arrows. <laughs> I that you were shooting yourself. I thought he played fine uh, in terms of Atreus. I don't nec- this this part of the story where you go and fight like um, Angerboda's grandmother and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That I, I felt it was kind of long. Like by the end of that, I was like, "All right, give me. I want to play Kratos again. Like <laughs> I'm tired of playing as the boy." That's a big same. That's a ten four on that one. Yeah, it, it's, it, it went it, it, a little long. I, I sat there as I was going through it, you know, on the back of that fucking ox or whatever. Yeah. And I was sitting there going like, am I cynical for not liking this? Should I be enjoying this more than I am? Yeah. Because you, you threw this like weird teenage romance ish thing in the middle of my fucking God of War action game. And I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it did drag a little bit. If, if the payoff for playing this part is immediately after you have an incredible fight with a Valkyrie that's then later to be revealed after the fight Freya, then I'm all for it. Cause that fight mm-hmm. was probably one of my favorites in the main story because it's like that actress portrayed anger so well. And yeah. so uh, like really awesomely that that it made that fight so much better because of how like furious she was during it. Um, and you don't even know it's her. You just think it's a Valkyrie, right? Like it doesn't, they don't reveal that it's Freya until, um, halfway through the fight. You're like, Holy shit. Like, God damn, (laughs) this went places. Uh, I thought it was awesome. And also like, there's a, there's a payoff. You get to see Jormungandr. Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah. The world snake. Yeah, and that kind of shit. That was pretty cool. I, I, I also like. I'm 
said it before i say it again i'm a sucker for for big monsters and uh you get to fight the fight grandma and that's that was pretty fun that was a fun fight yeah, yeah. it it felt i had to do that one a few times it also that that fight for whatever reason uh maybe because it was more like fairy tale-ish uh it was it, i i felt that was very much like the older god of wars like the, it just felt more akin to like the original god of war games for me sure for whatever reason i can see that um and it was fun i i liked how you know i liked i liked how that fight went i liked that it wasn't you know I, it, it was gimmicky in all the positive ways of the word um mm. with that one so enjoy that aspect of it um trying to think of like other big moments that that i enjoyed is there anything for you that sticks out that we haven't mentioned yet we haven't even talked about thor oh god what a what a god thor, <laughs> thor is definitely up there for my favorite character in the game one of he's he's in the running yeah um fucking loved him dude and the fucking who i swear to god i was like oh my god they got josh brolin because he sounds <laughs> so similar to me like in those in those really quiet moments yeah it sounds very josh brolin and i was like holy shit but uh, obviously it's not him but right um just the way his acting his voice acting and the 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 timber of his voice the the subtleties of god he's just so so well done and i'm gonna go like ugh, i'm gonna get a lot of hate for this uh-oh I don't think Richard Schiff was a good choice for Odin. He, I don't think he was a good choice for Odin. He was, he's, he, he was too West wing. He was too like, he was like, very he West have, wing. He didn't have enough power, you know, like well, I'm not saying his voice in of itself, but I'm saying the way he said his lines, it didn't feel like it had the gravitas that I think Odin deserves. I, I, on, I mean, I'll go further. Zeke, I'll step in front of the bullet for you. <laughs> I okay. thought Odin was a shitty boss. I thought like he just now like, that's that's yeah like, I would agree with that. I I didn't for him to be like the quote unquote big bad I thought it kind of sucked like he the the fight sucked the the like the reasons for it kind of sucked I of of all that stuff like for him to be the final boss of the game I don't consider him the final boss of the game I consider all the fights you do in the post game the final boss of the game right like that's yeah. I thought it was kind of, uh, I don't want to say a letdown, but it, I was it, waiting for another phase. Yeah. I, something like that. Something to happen. Something like a fight in the clouds with the fucking, you know, lightning and thunder, you know, some more final <laughs> fantasy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, uh, we're, we're talking about Odin and, and how we kind of didn't think he was that great of a big bad at the, at the end. Um, at least our, our takes on it are, I don't know if, if you agree or disagree with him just being like kind of a letdown of a fight and, and like story-wise just kind of let down as well. In some ways. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I liked how Do you like the performance kind of, as well of, of Richard Schiff. I like the performance cause I like Richard. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I think that he was an interesting decision when they, when they decided to go with him, I think in a lot of ways they picked his archetype just from the casting alone. So, you know, they wanted somebody who was much more, much more, uh, mentally manipulative than, than physically manipulative, if that makes sense. Like something yeah. like, like mind games kind of thing. And I think, I think that kind of came through. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think that Odin has always been that kind of stuff. Like the, the most, I don't, I'm not by, by any means a huge, uh, Norse mythology buff, but he, he is an incredibly, 
mentally manipulative, like just being. So I think it was, it was kind of a cool decision. I do think it, I like it. I think that I, I definitely like Richard Schiff's portrayal of Odin more than I would like some big burly muscle head Odin, like a, like a Thor style Odin that was physically imposing and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, overall I did like it. I, I, I thought that it was, it was overall, it was good. Um, so, and, and I feel like, uh, somebody in the chat said, so it was a cliche. I feel like the cliche would have been if they would have gone with a giant underbolt wielding giant gray beard with the flowing <laughs> gray mane. I think that would, that's the cliche of Odin. Right. Like so, a Final Fantasy um, summon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. So I kind of like that he's like this scrawny guy. They actually lost, you know, he's wearing an eye patch. He, he looks very unassuming. Um, I think and also, I think that right. plays into throughout the game, having the player be like, eh, maybe he's going to do what he says to Atreus. Like maybe he's not the worst guy. You know, I think it kind of plays into that kind of stuff. So sure. It, it makes the reveal think, when he's tier a lot more meaningful. Sorry, Zeke, go ahead. No, that's right. I think my, my biggest problem with, with Odin, I think it, it's not Richard Schiff's necessarily his portrayal, but I think they gave him, I think they gave him too much leeway to maybe play with the lines or, or something like that, or they didn't write the lines. In, in a way, because there are certain uh, uh, anachronistic moments, meaning like they like speech out of time. Like this is like a certain era, and there was modern speak that Odin would say, like modern turns of phrase and colloquialisms and shit like that. That would it just didn't fit. It didn't match, you know. Um, and that's I think that it it took the power away from it, and. It was like uh, um, it works for like 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 the genie in Aladdin because you, you know when the genie in the Disney movie Aladdin Rob Williams comes out he does all that shit he talks he like talks like he becomes uh, uh, Sullivan from the Sullivan Ed Sullivan from the Sullivan Show which is you know way hundred years down the future yeah stuff like that it works for that because it's goofy and shit like that but that's what I'm saying it made it kind of goofy like sure you wouldn't talk yeah. like that Thor speaks appropriately for the setting odin mostly but sometimes it just kind of like ugh. like somebody actually very just like new yorky <laughs> oh d- hilarious you say that somebody just reminded me in chat that i i actually said a couple times during the run that odin felt like a mob boss yeah felt like a new york mob boss like he was, was you know, definitely like, a mob. Hey, what do you yeah. like oh, what do you do maybe maybe you know maybe something's gonna have bad happen to you if you don't do this thing i'm asking you know like yeah. kind of very uh yeah yeah John the GG from your chat said Zeke had issues with stuff like my ex. Like yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. no one That's would weird. say that in like this kind of setting. I don't think like it, it didn't feel right to me. Yeah. Um. As 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 a uh, fucking Hannibal Lecter would say, it was like tastes false, right? Like sucking on a greasy coin. <laughs> like that's what it felt like to me. Like it was like that's not right. Right. I agree. Um. And I I also just I didn't think the final fight was great i thought the thor fight was better than the final fight with odin by a large large uh percentage um it was a, far more emotional too i love it when they can put that emotion into a fight yeah oh absolutely it, it does lose a little bit of the flavor if you're on you know give me God more difficulty and you have to hear it you gotta hear it a lot every yeah. fucking time like there are certain lines get on the hydra's back that i am just sick of hearing i never want to hear anyone say those sentences ever again right no i agree 
agree. I feel like they could have played a much more emotional card with shapeshifting in the last fight. I think that could have been a lot more interesting instead of oh, just being like, yeah, straight up, like basically like traditional end game boss fight, multi phase, you know, like, yeah. 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 I agree with that. that too. I think also it so much for me, even though completely different generation and, and completely different games, I, I was so, uh, like, I guess self-hyped. I, I kept making like mental callbacks. I didn't say really anything on stream about it, but I kept constantly thinking about the Zeus fight from God of War three and like how just incredible that was. And I was thinking like, Oh, they're going to do something on that level. They're going to make it like that fucking Epic. And it just, it didn't hit it, uh, for me. And that's a me thing. That's not necessarily a game thing. Um, but that fight for me was always like a, a fantastic final fight uh, in terms of how they handled that in, in God of War 3. Uh, what else was there? God, there's like, there's so much to, to talk about in this. Um, we can kind of stick with the, the Odin, uh, Thor, love or hate. Up for best scenes in the entire game was the initial conversation in the house when Thor walks in and then... Odin shows up and then the Thor fight starts and you're just like, holy fuck, this game is not yeah, fucking opening. around. It is. This game is like balls to the wall. I'm in the goddamn air right now. There's a hammer on Kratos's chest and we're in a completely different part of the world right now uh, in, in a matter of seconds. It was an incredible opening and it, it really, in a lot of ways, like set the stage for the game and, and set like what's possible and how they can handle that stuff incredible scene for me uh, up there with one of the best throughout the entire scene or throughout the entire game and the boss fight with thor right there was awesome too uh that was great oh, i messaged i messaged uh are the draw frames chat when i i was like I, I started god of war and i i after i got done playing for the whatever couple hours i did i i messaged him and i was like i was crying in the first five minutes <laughs> the first five goddamn minutes of the game they're gonna throw that shit at me and i'm just like <sighs> I'm a sucker for puppies, man. Sucker. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was pretty emotional right out of the gate. They don't they don't pull any punches. Also the fact you fight a bear and then it's your son. I was that was also a big reveal. Uh I thought that was awesome. The first the first like really 90 minutes of the game or 2 hours of the game are incredible uh, like on all aspects of it. They really nailed all of those all those fights and all those character moments and all those reveals. It was just great. Oh, and now it's just, just because we're, we're out, we're out still on this scene. Um, still on this scene. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'll go for another hour probably. Yeah. Um, but, uh, her, her helper power was super cool. I wanted more of that later. Yeah. You get oh, with the it. magic you know, this, or with the, the, with the powder, yeah, the powder paints. stuff. Yeah. That was awesome. I dug it. And, uh, you, you get to use it in this section and that, and that's it. And I was like, uh, I was, I was honestly like, oh, good, we're gonna see that later. You do not, do not see that later. <laughs> like, oh, damn it. She was, she was definitely a cooler companion. I, I think, um, f- from gameplay perspective, not necessarily lore perspective. I think Freya uh-huh. is the favorite for me, companion wise. Uh, I, I loved all of her like abilities and all the the things that you can get um, for her to unlock. Um, they're just, she felt. Her poison stuff was awesome. Yeah, it it felt like you had a fucking Valkyrie fighting next to you. Like it, it. There were so many times where 
there was almost like an instant kill ability where it would like pop up R2 and then she would come just like swinging across the map and just completely decimate someone. It's like, fuck yeah, that feels great. Instead of just like, just arrows constantly being shot. Like she got in there and, and ripped some people in half. That being said, yeah. she was also very backseaty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the majority of the backseating falls to her because I feel like you play the most with her if you, you 100% the game. And so you just have yeah. to hear her like, Kratos, dodge. Kratos, parry that. You should use your shield, Kratos. Just nonstop. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the worst uh, part of the game. I, I, I honestly, I'd have to, for for mechanics only sake, I would have to say boy was my was my favorite because I, I used a lot of his abilities to enhance the runic shit. Mm. Um, he would do the the birds in particular would like fly through and like you know, and then you just like uh you know pepper them with with whatever runics you had up and shit like that, and that would that worked pretty well for me yeah. throughout the game. Um, but I will say like. Why the fuck didn't they let him wolf out with you as a companion? Yeah. What the fuck? Let him yeah. wolf or bear out or something. Like, he he stays boy the whole time, doesn't he? Yeah. That, well, there's the fight with the, uh, the, the Valkyries in Niffel, Niffelheim, or maybe it's, it's where Niffelheim and Muspelheim meet in, like, space, right. uh, where you fight the twin Valk. Uh, right, right, right. And right, he right. turns into the bear at the end. And probably the campiest, but also maybe most badass scene is when you like rip the two of them in half and then Kratos is in the front with the bear behind him. And you're like, all right, that's pretty fucking cool. But also that's yeah. pretty silly. But also that's yeah. it's like that works for me. I'm I'm into this. I'm into what's happening. That that fight, by the way, was the the one fight that tilted me the most was the twin Valks because of how um like magnetic it was. Uh, when she would fly at you dude the rubber banding on some of those fucking fights drove me insane and i'm not not just the valks but you haven't done the a few of the berserker fights oh i'm sure a few it's the of those same fucking berserker fights they're like zip boom and dude, you're like motherfucker i was 20 feet away from you i had a valk in that fight i'm right here she's right here she's up in the air she flies at me i dodge to the left i'm fucking standing to the left a pretty much 90 degree angle this son of a bitch turns and goes 90 degrees <laughs> right towards me and i'm just like come on dude <laughs> what is this shit? god damn man and then she goes submit and i'm like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna lose it i'm gonna throw this control what you're gonna do is you're gonna submit yeah you're gonna do exactly what she asked and i submitted she's going to make you do it but she that did. controller almost yeah. hit the wall uh, <laughs> wait till you hit the 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 last valk fight the last fight oh i'm game sure for me yeah it submit is a word that you will fucking oh, even, great. loathe even harder Fantastic. and there is definitely that too because like i can't tell you how many times like i bet my 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 lady out in the out in the living room she's on her computer and she can hear this <laughs> yep yep i also had issues with the lock on uh throughout the entire game like so much of just my frustration was because i would like i was gripping the controller so tight and i would push in on a stick or something or 
the game would I would like go to throw uh let me find the footage of it. I'd go to like throw a weapon and it would target a completely different someone else that I wasn't targeting system. And I was, oh, I was getting so, fr- and people were like, just unbind it. It's like, no, because it's useful. Like it's, it's a useful system when it needs to be useful. Otherwise it just like fucks me <laughs> just constantly. I was very frustrated by that a lot. Uh, I, I, I loved every time that any, any character that could jump over you or, or fly over top of you and land on your other side, you're just like, well, I guess they're gone forever now. I'm just going to sit here and look this way. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? I tried using the flip back thing, but I was hitting it so accidentally so often that I had to unbind mm-hmm. it. And so I didn't use the mm-hmm. like flip 180 after a while. Um, yeah. What what ar- enemy archetype was the worst for you? For both of you? Was it uh, the the whites? Was it the... The little small tiny guys that explode you and one shot you on the hardest difficulty because they're impossible to fucking see un- unless they're moving at Mach ten. I do hate those. Yeah, I gotta I gotta say, oh, small f. Um, but I gotta say, um, Uh-oh. I had one like one rift fight that rated up there as one of the hardest fights in the game because like I couldn't. I should have gone. I probably should have gone back later when I had more power. But yeah. it was those fucking dark elves again, throwing those fucking dark bombs and and you know yeah. hitting you with the that shit. I hated those guys. Well, it losing the ability a, to see is such oh, an annoying thing. Such a cheap mechanic, man. Oh god, that made me so mad. Especially with how many long range moves those characters have. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they also yeah. just hover, right? They just sit back and like throw the bombs on the ground. Yeah, you're not. Not wrong about that. I'm trying to think. Um, I had a lot of problems with the. Um, oh God! They were they they would do this. Uh, they would because I could never get the fucking timing down. They would they they their little creature like their little uh like fat little lizardy creatures with yeah. their their and they would crawl up and then they would do this flip and then it would hit you. Yeah, you'd see the yellow circle so early. Some of those like, are so misleading. Ching, 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 and then plow. You're like, motherfucking hit me. Yeah. You're gonna say you're gonna hit me, hit me. Yeah. Yeah. Those yellow circles and red circles and stuff, like the fact that the timing is different for every enemy, like wh- when they give you the red circle to let you know something's gonna happen. God damn. I'm so, like, I wish that it would just be like red circle and attack rather than red circle. Wait for it. <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah. yeah. Smash. And you're just like, I've blocked five times since then. That should count. Or I've right. rolled five times since then. Yep. Um Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to think what else gave me gave me struggle. The the uh the the wyverns were kind of a pain in the ass when they would do that long go in attack and then grab you type deal and or start like biting you. I, I don't I generally didn't like anytime I had to spam a button to get out of something because it was such a like departure from the normal gameplay of fighting yeah. for me yeah. that if I had to go and spam that, honestly it my hands were like cramping <laughs> because I would have to go and like press circle so you don't die real quick because if you do it fast enough, you really won't take damage from it. 
um, and on the this is all hardest difficulty stuff, which I think we all played. You can't take damage from there, or like you're gonna die. You you can't really take that hit that many hits at all in the game, where you're gonna die. Um, yeah. And and maybe that's maybe the next question for you guys. What what were you guys like utilizing gameplay wise? Uh, what armor were you using? Like what weapons did you tend to go to? Like how how was all that for me? I went uh, Lunda armor. Uh, and I tried to fight as many fights barehanded as possible with the poison stuff. And I found yeah. oh, sure. a I pretty good success yep. with that. Yeah. Um, when I didn't find success, it's because I was fighting multiple mobs at one time with poison. And that was very hard. <laughs> Dude, the, the poison, the, the melee does, does more melee damage. Yeah. Plus the Lunda set of armor, plus being poisoned and lowering their level. Yep. which was essentially the best skill that uh, Freya had. So, like, basically, you you use Freya's skill, the cloud starts going around, the second the enemy wants to get poisoned, you pound your extra melee damage, and then if you can, you hit the extra thing on your weapon to give you, like, the extra bit of damage if that's charged up, and oh my god, dude. A lot of melt. damage. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It was fantastic. I didn't use... Poison like, enemy I, reduction I, was so good. Yeah. I didn't use a, like, for whatever reason, it didn't jive with me, but I didn't use a single like triangle. Like I didn't use any of those. I didn't use perm like the when you charge up your 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 axe or oh, you, you were like, always quick attack guy, like square guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm I was always R R one guy. R R one R twos. Yeah. Um, it was R ones with the axe and R twos with the spear because R twos the spear goes real fast with R two. So uh, I was those those were my bread and butter. R one with the axe, R two with the spear. Um, and then use up all the runics that I had for all of them, uh, on a tough fight or whatever. But yeah, like I didn't use like that entire left side of, of the ax tree. Like I had enough points to fill it up and I never did because I never used it. It, it uh, like, I, maybe it's because of the difficulty level, but it never felt like I had time to charge anything. Yeah. Like, fuck. Like, it's like, Hey, if you, if you hold triangle and you charge the thing and I was just like, not happening, bro. Like <laughs> I gotta dodge. I have no time. It was like if you like you know throw if you like swing once with your axe. Wait a second, and then you can throw it in the. It's like, did you just say wait a second? Also, not happening, bro. <laughs> like I am not waiting any seconds for this shit to happen. I am either swinging my axe or rolling or putting up my shield, and that's all. Yeah, no, I'm right there, right there with you. The I I did throw my weapon probably more than I fought in melee, uh, specifically with Kratos. Like I was the, you unlock the like quick charge thing for the ax throw. And I had stun on that, uh, is like the gold level unlock or whatever. And so I would just sit back in the back of the room and just fucking constantly chuck the, the ax just nonstop. Uh, and I found like pretty good success with that until it got to a, a boss fight. Um, but just the general fights just, fucking constantly throwing that axe and and you get the quick charge for it, Zeke. So it's just, he grabs it, goes, yeah, and, that's, and then just throws it again. People were saying poof, the quick it. charge for the axe. Like I didn't get used to pressing triangle in the first place. So I rebound became it, a so. button. I, the only time I used triangle was to, to blow up the, the spear charges. Got it. I used that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but other, other than that, I didn't use any triangle shit and there's, there's so much stuff geared towards it. Did you find like, 80% of the shit you got, like you were like, I'm never using that. It was always the type of thing where it's like, Oh, that's cool. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, yep. yeah. yeah. But a lot of that stuff, 
you like I have seen a massive amount of builds in this game, and that's where that mm-hmm. stuff comes into play, right? Like you can do so many different builds. There's like a there's a realm shift build, and so you do like massive amounts of damage when you have like a last second me. dodge or whatever. Yeah, that's that's very strong. Uh, there's the poison build, which I think both me and Co utilized. Um, there's like a, a runic cooldown build, which apparently is very strong. We're just constantly spamming abilities. Um, mm-hmm. It's cool that there are like multiple ways to play and be successful on harder difficulties in the game. Uh, yeah. I like that it wasn't just like one deal set in stone. Um, yeah, that's a good. It's a good uh, thing for build variety. I find like like when I had to look at it, like normally I I would go with like my favorite set or what looked the coolest. But when I actually had to look at it with the, like the the four or five super tough fights in the game. Yeah, defense was king for me. Honestly. Yeah, you said you were, did, you were saying I before the Steve, show, Skyborn or whatever the troll the rock armor troll set. Yeah, yep, a rock troll set all the way. All my all my amulet jams were all like defense will get you this, or, or uh, based on your defense, you get this thing. So how much I defense got, were you that. rocking then? Do you know, like number wise, were you in the like seven hundred, like, eight hundred range? No, I didn't get quite that high. I think I got to like six seventy five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. So you were just able and to my take strength, more hits? My strength was, like, not great, but I'll tell you this. It's, like, some of those fights are wars of attrition rather than, you know, uh, 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 Blitzkrieg, you know? Yeah. You, like, have to last because they will fuck you up. Yeah. So, like, that's that's what I ended up doing for the, the last Valkyrie fight was, like, I just front-loaded everything on D. And that was that was it, and I was able to outlast and and barely scrape through. Like I told JP this before the show, like it was. I wish I had recorded it because it was like I missed a fucking uh, yellow, and I went prang, and I was like, oh, no. sliver, both of us slivers of health left, prang, and I was like, that is my death knell. I am <laughs> fucked, and I would just. Bam in the X. I was like, roll, 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 roll. <laughs> barely just like swing comes down. It was like that matrix, like barely missed me. And I just went swack. Felt so <laughs> fucking good, man. Yeah. God, some of the, to, to go back to outside of the harder fights, there's a lot of fights in this game, just in the base game where you just, no matter what you were doing, when you finished it, you're like, I'm badass. Like I'm badass. Hundred Like, I'm a fucking badass. (laughs) I don't care what just happened. I don't care that I died 900 times on that fight. Great. I'm a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's so many of them that look great. I'm trying to think like what my favorite, you know, we, we didn't talk about them at all. Uh, How'd you guys like uh, Heimdall as a character? Do you enjoy him? What? He was perfectly played as such a douche. I thought he was great. Such a dick but he's so good yeah i loved it i, I loved, loved it. how he was played that he was like this sycophantic follower of odin doing whatever he says like bootlick yeah of you know the higher up and just like i loved it and he was just like the bully from every 80s movie is like you little twerp you're gonna fucking i'm gonna kill you later you know like that kind of shit i fucking loved it he's great character and it made his death so much more sweeter uh <laughs> like when you kill him and Kratos is is like, oh fuck! I'm I like, well, there's so many things going for it. It's like, well, I'm fulfilling destiny. 
oh, fuck, am I becoming what I used to be? Like, oh, God, I'm, I'm actually the person I don't want to be anymore. Like, it was so so much of an emotional uh, outcome, as well as the fact that up until that point, you have been told and trained to absolutely loathe that character. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Heimdall was the head of the ski patrol in the 80s. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. 100%. That is yeah. who Heimdall was. Yeah. yeah. You're going to make it down Death Mountain, Stan Darsh. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, uh, that for me oh, was the it, most feel good, like, finisher. Dude, and it made it so sweet when you finally, like, the, the drop in your spear, like, he didn't know. And he was just so surprised. He's like, How am I losing? And you're just like, Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> I saw a mermaid. She gave me a cool spear. <laughs> yeah. That spear's got my blood in it, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. see that one coming, did you, bitch? Yeah, it's a really cool thing. That that whole fight was awesome. Um, Speaking of the mermaid, that that moment was really dope. Yes, I really enjoyed the moment between Brock and the mermaid. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like that a lot, and and I'm glad that was one of the things I didn't have spoiled for me. I completely thought you were going to play through this game with two weapons, and the fact they gave him Same. a third weapon and like funny third enough, weapons badass is awesome. Somebody, somebody spoiled me by coming into the channel and say, has he gotten the spear yet? Oh, and at, and at the, but at the time I wouldn't have even fathomed that it was a usable weapon. Yeah. So I was, I thought he was asking like, that. I get to a certain point of the game where I just found one of the, Oh, here's the tip of the spear puts it in my bag. Never sees it again until I take it out to use it to open a mystical door. You know, like I had no clue it was an actual spear. So then I actually got the spear and I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and the best part was when when the guy said has he gotten the spear yet chat like erupted with like what are, how are you gonna spoil that why would you ask this and i'm sitting here like chat calm down dude it's just like it's just probably some random item like Phil, it's okay he didn't know there's yeah. better ways to ask it but it's fine yeah and then i actually got to that point and was like oh god <laughs> yeah. now i get it dude, this is amazing that moment when when uh, <clears throat> he was like it's got to have a blessing from a master blacksmith and uh you know, Kratos was like, yeah, oh, the blessing, yeah. dude. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Uh, it's remarkable that the little things like that, because of how good the line delivery and well, the acting really acting on all fronts, both physical and voice was just the smallest moment was so fucking impactful. Uh, so many times in the game. And, and I loved uh, every time that that happened. I was like, God, this is just incredible. Uh, yeah. So well done. And and a lot of that hinges on Christopher judge, right? Like he, he can, there's a reason why he won best performance of the year. I was going to say, it's almost like he deserves best performance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the, the nuance in his voice and, and the going from like one scene of just, you know, absolute peak, kratos to just like seeing him well up or sob or have a skip a skip a break in the action was it's just it made the game it was incredible oh yeah brock's riddle mm. oh brock's yeah so i still don't know the answer to that uh because i haven't seen i would assume that gets like answered at the funeral right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. how have you not done that I, i'm saving that for the very very end of the game but i don't necessarily mind spoilers like full spoilers yeah. for that oh yeah yeah Okay. No, I knew that riddle. I've heard that riddle before, so I knew right away. Yeah. But Chad, Chad they, also like, answered it every time it got brought up. So I know the answer. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, the, uh, but the way they, they, 
the way it, it gets relayed, JP. Oh, rough. Fantastic. Okay. It's I'm fantastic. excited then. I'm excited. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, so excellent delivery. Great. I'm excited for that. Yep. Do you guys like uh, all the other side characters? I thought Thrud was incredible. I I loved her. Des- I loved all of the gods' designs. Her design was awesome. Sif with the fucking crazy hair was incredibly well designed. Um, I kind of like also the the like end story for them. How they aren't necessarily bad people, and they're like helping you out on uh, Vanaheim. I guess after that, um, thought that was great. Uh, the squirrel. Yeah, I love the interaction with Ratatask. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, he was great. OCD really Brood, nailed Brood it. Rude was kind of meh for me. She's all right. Like the care, the design. Now, don't get me wrong. The design, I love the, I love the, you know, the way they look, the hair. Like you're saying, may, the hair was uh, It like made the, me be like, like Thorish design for Thrude. Yeah, I was kind of looking at all the gods. It's like, could I pull off some, like blue Norstead? <laughs> could I get like a sleeve? I don't know. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do that. Dude, I think if you shaved your head and painted yourself blue, like I could see you bro- rocking it up. Yeah, dude. just become full Brock. <laughs> okay, all right. You know, I'll consider. It's so hot, my sack sweat sweating. <laughs> you had a lot of great lines throughout great the entire game. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, who else was there? Trying to. Uh, we we had you had the traveler, the guy on the boat who jumped off, and you got to go do the whole like. That was kind of fun. Yeah. 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 Arguably the best zone in the game was that crater. I, I thought everything that happens in the crater is fantastic. It's nutty. Yeah. With all the dragons and all that stuff. I enjoyed all that. Uh, oh, completely the, the, optional. Yeah, too. The, the traveler, like, it was such like, he's like, he sacrificed himself. I just, I just got to know the guy. Like, I don't, like, I don't have any emotional ties to this dude yet. Yeah. Like, I barely know him. They're like, he'll be greatly missed. Like, Willie, who was he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was a, there was a lot of. Um, well, there wasn't a lot. There were some things in the game that just completely confounded me. Stuff like that. Stuff like Freyer's death, where it's just like, all right, sure, yeah. for lore purposes, they had to do it, but he could have walked ten fucking feet to the side. <laughs> Lunda, I, I, I have to admit, I don't use the word very often. Very often, but when I heard Lunda speak for the first time, I was, I cringed. I did. I was like, yeah. It was just too I much. Like I didn't like it. It it just it was just like it. Not only was it kind of cliche <laughs> for like you know the uh, the armor smith to have like a, a or like I don't know maybe maybe not cliche is the right word but mm. like it was just out of uh, place. Luna's the Brock replacement for those asking. Yeah, yeah, Luna's the the the. The Girl, dwarf, sounds like the she's fe- from Borderlands. The female dwarf. Uh, it was uh, very yeah, much a Borderlands character. Blacksmith. I got that exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's perfect. That's a perfect description. She was yeah. a Borderlands character, and it didn't. Yeah, it didn't jibe. Didn't jibe well with me. Yeah. Um. Because she was leaning on it so hard, and I'm like, does fucking Asgard have a South? Is there a Mississippi <laughs> in fucking Asgard or some shit, or or in the Nine Realms? Asgard, Mississippi. Asgard. Well, and also like yeah. the thing is like no one else speaks like that like if, if they made other dwarfs talk to you and talk like that totally get it yeah like where did she get her accent from <laughs> it's kind of funny because she's so over the top in terms of like her humor and the stuff that she says if you yeah. if you think about it when you meet her then there's there's this part of you that can go oh yeah this is definitely uh 
this is definitely going to be the Brock replacement. Yeah. Like, like this is like, this is, this is the new comic relief, right? Like, she's very similar to Brock. She's got similar mannerisms. She's always got something smart to say, like something to make you kind of do one of those things. where You're not really laughing, but you're like, huh. do that kind of, you know, that kind of, it's the laugh. That's not a yeah. laugh. Huh. <laughs> True. But like, yeah, she, and then, and then fair enough. She's, he's the new Brock. So. Yeah. And the quest, I, 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 I was, it was cute to do the, the quest for Lunda's orb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you find out it was just the fucking the pig dogs fucking tennis ball or whatever. Yeah, that was cool. That was pretty cute. I like that. I like the pig dog too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, side quest wise. What'd you guys oh. what was your favorite or favorite? Wow. What was your what was your favorite side quest? <laughs> you guys started saying Thanks, JP. <laughs> My favorite side quest was you gonna get the <laughs> Get a dang gum old thing over there. No, my fa- uh, I'll go first. My favorite side quest, no question, was uh, freeing the the skyfish sky jellyfish. Oh, I was gonna say the same thing. That really? was pretty yeah, badass. Man. That was not only was it badass, but like especially when you do it the very last time, and and like they there's that whole big thing where it's like you know oh now they have to you know spread the species so, and they have to mate and they're both gonna die and it's like it, it was a, it was a very that was a very impactful side quest. I did the second part of that with freya did you guys do the second part of that quest with atreus i don't remember. oh yeah no i i switched uh yeah, i had okay. i had a, uh, yeah atreus first because the dialogue's different completely because different is. characters yeah 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 because she was she would say like oh is that a thing blah 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 and i was like and that reminded me like oh i brought a different companion up for the first part of this yeah yeah um and so i i think that was it was very good side quest. I thought the visuals on it were incredible. Those those jellyfish mm-hmm. were fucking awesome. Uh, it's also so meaningful it, when you do. Oh, go ahead. No, not 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 full tears, but definitely choke up at the end when it's like they meet and then they explode or they you know make they all die. the new yeah. Yeah. jellyfish babies and they die and stuff. That I was like, I I, I had a little double sniff like a. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, it's 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 one of those tragic things, man. I mean, you know, they'd been trapped for who knows how long, and then they're out for like Seconds. ten minutes. Yeah, and the second they actually meet, they both die. It's like, oh, great! Yay! <laughs> look what we did, son. We we did that. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what you were going to say? Uh, no? well, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say that the whole. The, it's also so cool in games when side quests are, and and even doing the different stages of the quest have huge impacts but when they can completely change the look and feel of his own so like all of a sudden for the first time you have this giant jellyfish going around and then after the second quest it's like all these little ones all over the place like um that it, the side quests in god of war 3 are are witcher 3 quality um which is saying a lot because unfortunately side questing these days is, is boiled down to you know you just complete this little thing get some experience maybe an item and you're done but like they felt very impactful in uh in god of war 3 which was which was great yeah, at no time did I feel like I was collecting five elk horns to bring back, and that was it. No, you know, it felt it felt like I would miss out if I didn't do any, if, didn't do every single one of these side quests, and I was not disappointed. Oh, also, did you guys uh, when you got the poems? Did you look at the titles and go like, and did you oh, get you out, to figure the game out every time? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I there was some I didn't, I had never heard of. Really? Uh, there's a concrete one that I never heard of before. Ah, uh, 
a PS PS exclusive game that I'd never heard of before. Yeah, oh, but it was I cool to like I sus- like like about. the ca- the Cavassier, um uh, poems, lore poems. Yeah, they're they're about like PlayStation games. Oh, there's one where it's like a hulking behemoths of mechanical or of of whatever, and it's like, oh, that's Horizon, that style stuff. And the 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 titles of the poems are the the names of the games, but just different words. Yeah, uh, using are used. Yeah. Um, the one I had, I, I, I felt the, like the, the pang of like realization was the, the, uh, was, um, MLB the show, the show. or something like that. Right. Yeah. And I was like, cause it describes a baseball game. Baseball game but yeah. What the fuck could it? Oh, oh, I got it. Yeah. There's one for bloodborne. There, there's a bunch of them. I thought those were all good. Um, interesting. I did not, I did not catch this. Did you, did you see the, or I think it's. I think it's a side quest dialogue line. I forgot where they say it, Zeke, but there's a moment where they talk about who Cavassier or whoever was. I think Frey is talking about it. It's like, oh yeah, he was a crazy fucking drunk. Like all that stuff is meaningless type deal. Uh, But he said it is like, oh yeah, I visited these other worlds type deal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He was like, he was a realm traveler. He would travel to all these other realms outside of the nine realms and stuff like that. Yeah. And everybody's like, no, he was a massive drunk and a liar. <laughs> he just made shit up. He's a but yeah, that's the little fourth wall, like, uh, winky. Right. Oh, Concrete Genie <clears throat> was the name of the game, and I'd never heard of it. Huh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I found them all. I, I don't remember yeah. figuring that one out either. Huh. What else? Anything else? I'm trying to think, like, other big moments. It's, it's a game full of big moments. Um, and, and well, you know, I think about the ending. Favorite- Nonstop. I really do. What what ended up being your main weapon? Like you're just the core weapon of the three. For me? Go to. Yeah. Bare hand fist. Fist. Oh, yeah. four, I guess, if you do bare hand, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, how did you do bare hand? Would uh, you just like throw the axe in the ground or like so I would I would start axe. I would do like runic axe, runic um blades, uh mm. runic spear, and then just press down on spear and pull out your fist. Oh right, I forgot. You know that fucked me up. I forgot about that. I fucked, fucked me up a few times in the middle of a fight. Like I'm like trying to change the spear, like I'm spamming it. So when I finally get there, I have changed the spear and and disarmed the spear. So I'm sitting there like, all right, change the spear, pop, and I'm like, no. There's a lot of that. I had to unbind. There's a, um, I think it's in the axe skill tree, where if you hold down r1 and you're barehanded it'll pull the axe out and i had to turn that skill off because i kept going barehanded and then pulling my axe out and like no i want to fucking fight barehanded so i can poison type deal um and that was like one of the the biggest gripes i had until i turned it off and then it was fine uh when it came to using the barehanded but yeah i I primarily used barehanded uh primarily used barehanded and probably secondary the axe because i the throw is just too good for me i just love the the throwing animation and gameplay aspect of all of it. What about you? Uh, axe for any like uh, bunches of enemies because I had I had a lot of like crowd control uh, runics like the the spinning whirlwind and the spinny spin yeah and stuff like that. So I would use the axe um, for those kind of situations. But any boss, dropping your spear, man. The R2 is super fast. Yeah. That's where he goes like up 
So he goes like high strike, down strike, middle strike type deal. Is that we're saying the R two? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. That's well, that's the uh, the light attack is a is a pop, 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 yeah. and then a, a swipe or whatever, and then you can chain those together. But uh, the just the just uh, just pressing R two is is just a swipe, a swipe, and another swipe. Got it. And that's it. But it's like it's 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 the fastest R two uh, among them. Uh, that leaves you the least amount of openness for getting uh, hit back, and also R two like heart, heavy attacks are more likely to like stagger, mm. which was like key when fighting the fucking Valkyrie because you could stagger her a little bit every fucking once in a while. Did you use the the gem combo for when your defense is higher? It stuns more or whatever. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did that really help yeah. a lot for stuns? I I kept an eye on that stun bar. Just take chunk that's how i did it i might i might have to copy that because i like i said i haven't done the berserkers i haven't done the knock fight uh i'm saving mm-hmm. them for at some point uh because i i do want to i just had to put them yeah. on hold because there's i was like 60 hours in or something on stream and <laughs> had to play something else uh but i'll, I'll go back to it co what was your weapon of choice uh i really like the axe and then the spear when i got it yeah now we kind of switch between those i'd use the uh, sometimes there were times when the the, the I feel like the chains were the easiest weapon, um, but I kind of liked the axe better. Yeah, just the juggle and just the fact they're so fast and their animations are so easy to dodge out of. And like it, it's it definitely felt like the go to weapon. Um, but I love the axe, man. It's so chunky and meaty, and the hold R two is is delicious. And yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, spear was awesome though. Spear, spear was like best of both worlds. I loved the the spear combo where you could like do do hits but also put spears into them and then detonate them and it's yeah. a very cool weapon for sure that's great yeah once once you get the like the 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 uh, runic attacks that can actually like cover them in spears and then you get the charge slam where it detonates them better or more powerfully or whatever that really really good and also like if you get get them at the right moment bosses at the right moment you can detonate spears and they'll stagger a little bit and it gives you time to like get up on them again yeah yeah um it was all good the i I did use the the blades like i found myself using the blades like very specific times the little wormy guys that was blades all day like a all day (laughs) yep or to to like spear them and throw them yeah the the jumpy guys the, the guys who jump on your back Little or whatever. Gremlin motherfuckers. <laughs> that was a, that was a come here, come here, come felt, here. And it was just like, I felt like yeah. what they did with the ax in terms of the animation and the first one, when you would throw it and when it would come back to you and how good that felt. They did that with this game when it came to the blade and the chain. I sat there for probably, I don't 20 minutes throughout the entire game just like throwing the blades and then watching them come back to me and throwing them. Cause like they nailed that chain animation to where it just felt good to do that. Just like it feels good to recall the ax back and throw it. Um, Oh, that ax sound when it hits your hand, that wood hitting your hand, that thump. go do the chain, man. So the good. chain, they nailed it. It's like, there's this, the chain, the, the noise of like a chain being like lowered. I, I don't know. There's an addiction quality to it. I don't know if that's like, my first step into asmr or what but it was great i love that noise <laughs> i remember when you were talking about the chain noise when we we're talking about uh best audio design for the game awards and you're like the chain i was like oh yeah didn't even register you're talking about the the chain blades what you thought i, I was thought talking about the song about, 
<laughs> no, the awesome. No, no, not Fleetwood Mac. No, the awesome. <laughs> the awesome sound design of when you're climbing up the chain and down the chain. That little. Ching, 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 oh, as you're climbing yeah. up. Yeah. That I one of those little little tiny things. I always liked climbing up and down those chains. It it didn't seem as much of a chore because the sound was so satisfying. Right. And then all the way down. That's good. Really good good part too. Good part. (laughs) Uh, I think I I don't know anything else. You guys, we we kind of talked it uh, for about an hour. Oh, one thing I I wanted to say. (laughs) I started is is there any way to turn on particle effects because that last Valkyrie fight is so sparky, so many fucking particles. I don't know. It's so hard to see what the fuck's going on sometimes. And I looked for it, and I was like, this game won accessibility. I bet there's a particle thing. I didn't see it. And it really frustrated me, because a lot of times, you'd hear the attack, like, I know where what's happening. Where do I block? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't haven't done a fight yet, so I, I can't speak to if it was uh, overwhelming for me or not. But I don't know if it was just me or I was sitting too close to TV or something, but, like, dude, that particle effect really fucked me up a lot of times. Like, I probably spent... Since no, neither of you have done this, so I, I, would, I was going to ask to compare times, but I think that fucker took me like six hours. Like That's in, what I've seen mostly from chat. Someone in my chat yeah. said it took him about two hours to learn and then about three hours to kill it. <clears throat> like to oh. get to all, through all the stages. Yeah. yeah. For me, the, the fight she that I a, spent... She was a tough old broad. For me, the fight that I spent the most on uh, so far has been the Raven fight. Raven Mother? Yeah, the Raven Mother. Because I tried yeah. to spin... Uh, like the Raven Mother itself was fine. I could I could knock her HP bar off in like twenty seconds. Like the entire fight could have been done in twenty seconds. It's the fact that she spawns a billion fucking ads and then a goddamn dragon comes down. You're just like, God fuck, I don't want to fight this. I want to fight this stupid Raven Mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Anyways. I'm sure God of War will come back up uh, in our Game of the Year show in some fact uh, facet. So I think we'll call it there. I think Co's uh, about to pass out on stream. Oh, so <laughs> to be Thoughts fair, I fell mask. asleep about an hour ago. We're good. <laughs> Thoughts on the mask and portal plot? Oh, the the thing. I thought it was cool. That's the way they explain Odin's eye. Yeah. Um, it's but like I'm, I'm mask, sad. Like, it never went anywhere. Yeah, it never went anywhere. I was. Yeah, I was kind of sad about that. I hope maybe like even yeah. they've announced that Kratos's story is done. Yeah, so we're not going to see a God of War, Olin, etc. With Kratos as the lead, but I mean, they, I don't think they've. I think they they purposefully said it in that kind of fashion to to say that maybe we'll see something with Atreus. Maybe we'll see something you know with Loki or or something down the road. So yeah. it would be interesting to see that kind of come back and how that's going to affect everything and you know all that kind of stuff. How crazy would it be if in the next God of War game? Kratos is the sidekick to Atreus. So your main character is Atreus, and then you're like hitting square and holding square to have Kratos do I mean, stuff in the fights. It would be crazy if they could pull that off to where I'm not thinking, God, I wish I was playing Kratos right now. Like that would That's, be the feat. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean they made they made Atreus pretty fun to play with, but there's no question that in those scenes I was kind of like, oh, is Kratos coming up? <laughs> when we, when we go back like dude i fun and everything but it's like when you were uh afk i said the exact same thing with the the whole like anger boda thing i was like this is great cool oh, and then they, they yeah. rewarded you because when you finish that whole thing you fight freya and arguably one of the coolest fights 
um, yeah. as Kratos. They just throw you straight into it. So. Yeah, thought it was good. They need to if they're gonna make Atreus the main, they got to get him some cool weapons, and stuff, some like some dual swords or something, something nutty. Like yeah. like maybe maybe where Kratos is like the big, uh, you know, the big single axe, single spear. I mean, granted the the chain blades, of course, but having having you know a more agile Kratos could be a lot of fun. That could yeah, be really cool. Yeah, I thought so too. All right. Oh oh wait, somebody said it's. They didn't say that Kratos' story was done. They said the Norse story is done. Really. Yeah, yeah. That, was that the wording they used? So, so no more. We're not going to hear anything else about Loki or anything. Well, I mean, a lot more did. <laughs> Ragnarok did kind of happen. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. all the big names are kind of toast. So, do you think Loki could go to other realms? Like, like he's got a dog that can of... whip him there, right? Like, no, 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 not, not like those are different realms in the Norse guy. But I mean, do we know exactly how Kratos? Came to the Norse realm. Did they touch in that at all, or was it just all? They, I think he. They just Not say really, he traveled right? there, right? Like they don't really give a specific on how it happened. So I wonder. I wonder if they could take Atreus like a different pantheon. Let me ask you guys this: Do you want to play another God of War game like that? Yes. You do. I want. I would love. I would love this game in another pantheon. Absolutely. Egypt. Egyptian or Indian or yep. uh, like there's so many cool ones like Indian lore is amazing uh, Egyptian God, lore is amazing lore Chinese insane. lore is amazing Japanese lore is crazy when we were when we were talking about this in chat <laughs> somebody was like yeah but what what about like Catholicism I was like what you want to fight a guy with a gray beard <laughs> and a like what are you going to fight Jesus and he's just going to like parry you the whole time and turn this cheeks like like really come on man like, I, I, I the issue really... with Catholicism is there's <laughs> only one God <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, can't do it. It's the, do, the, do the do the. I want to see the Jewish God of War. Well, where, where like, like Abraham comes out. And he's like, what with all the fighting? No, he didn't have they it. just get Richard. Schiff I slipped myself all the way here. I'm not fighting anybody. Yeah, just it's have okay. Richard Schiff back. It'll be great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> have him reprise. No, yeah, like yeah. I, I think considering there there are some religions out there that are just like. Perfect for this framework. Oh, game in terms Egyptian of like odds or, they offer. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Would, Egyptian would be, would be incredible. incredible. Absolutely incredible. Oh, no, so. you could you could do Christian with like if they were angels, like angels as gods. Oh, oh, like, yeah. you could actually, yeah, like, like if, especially and, if you wanted yeah. to go biblical. Michael Gabriel like, you wanted to get hardcore him. biblical. Yeah, and gave them each like their own God of War revelations. revelations. <laughs> oh, writes itself. <laughs> oh, man. Just find a bunch of like. Uh, well, and to be fair, if they brought if they Bayonetta brought the monsters, it, they brought the underworld with all the, like the different demons and stuff that they, yeah. that they have in there, and all the different the different levels of hell, and eh, you know, it could be like, eh, maybe it could be kind of cool. Maybe we'll but anyway, they, who knows though? At this point, like nobody knows. I will say that it really felt like they were setting up for another game at the end of God of War. So I I do hope that we see more of it. Like it it very much felt like there was they were hinting at something larger and bigger coming, but. It could have been that they were just like giving some finality to Kratos or to Atreus leaving the nest, which yeah. I think was a big a big point of of contention throughout the whole game of Kratos letting Atreus go. So maybe that was the whole thing, but there were still so many unanswered questions. I feel like there definitely could be more. The thing I would be most worried about is the Atreus parts were fine, but I was always I was always excited to go back to Kratos, Kratos not just yeah. his. His combat, like his combat was, style. Like I didn't mind the story of either, but like 
the combat style it's it's just so heavy and just it's fucking brutal incredible. And wonderful there's yeah can i just say how hilarious this part is in the game by the way why where, hilarious where, what is it mead hog comes out and fights these guys yeah and then like mead hogs finally like okay screw it i'm out and kratos like grabs a tail it's like oh no you are and, like yeah, pulls mead hog back in <laughs> and then murders him and then we get back and the squirrel's like so if you guys uh like, get hog anywhere is this, this any idea where yeah kratos is like like uh uh yeah we had to we had to. had to we, we had, to, had that. to and it's like bro you're you're he was leaving like he was out the door he was not coming back like you beat yeah, him but okay him. you pulled his ass back in okay fair enough though he had to die because he was tied to the roots that were he's he came out odin odin made it roots. so the roots were protecting <laughs> freya's original identity so yes. Needhog would always protect those no matter what, and the only way you could free Freya's from Wait, her imprisonment no. was to no, no, do the roots. No. Needhog would protect the roots, which is why the roots were there. Then Needhog came out and got his ass kicked and was like, all right, y'all can have it. I'm leaving. And then he was like, oh, no, you aren't, and pulled him out and killed him. I think at that point, if he was fleeing, if they would have chopped the roots up, he wouldn't have come back like, ha-ha, round two. I think he was leaving. He was trying to flee. Maybe. He's not going. He was no. He's not going to protect the roots he was fleeing from. Yeah, I thought that fight was awesome as well. Maybe he has a magical kind of protection. Dog is the late way. Sorry, and kill the roots is killing Nidong first. Maybe, maybe it's a leap. Unacceptable. Uh, final. What, I'm trying to think. Was there a bad fight in this game apart from maybe like the Odin fight, which was still good? It just wasn't for me on the level of everything else in the game. Like I, I don't think I had a bad time ever playing the game. The berserkers, even with the berserkers, I'm still enjoying them. No, they're they're hard. they're challenging. They're great. I don't mind them at all. I'm trying to think if there was a fight that I thought like I came away from from the fight going that was bullshit. The purple orb guy fights. I Once do, you get I the do sphere, feel like there was one or, there was one or two fights when I was like, okay, that's just bullshit. I, I can't remember exactly which they were, so I guess they weren't I, that bad. I thought about that during the double Valkyrie fight, but once I beat it, I was like, all right, I was just being a bitch. That was fu- that was fine. Yeah, <laughs> auto aim was the hardest fight, right? Uh, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, there were no trolls. Oh no, there's trolls in the game. If you want to fight them, you just have to figure out how. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were also fun. But, yeah, noon fortune teller dream fight. The noon fortune teller dream fight. Now they're just making up words. Yeah, I don't know what that. I wonder is. if they're talking about a different game or something. The berserker fight with three is bad. Yeah, I've heard some issues with that. I haven't done it yet, but the Norn. There's a Norn fight. I thought you'd just go and talk to the Norn. Run with the Norn are again. The Norn are the prophecy the people. Oh, the prophet. Yeah, the fates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fates. Yeah. I don't think you fight them. Is there a fight before it? Oh, there's a fake fight. Oh, the fake fight with them with the, with the ghosts and stuff. Oh, oh, that's fine. Yeah. No, uh, someone said it. I think my the most annoying fight, like the one that I thought was. It wasn't all like a hundred percent bullshit, but the some of the dragger fights, the the the, the hateful guys, it's the yeah, hatefuls. the hateful guys. 
I fucking absolutely hated the fact that they could just Explode. charge that fucking thing up you like immediately, throw. and then you hit them, and, yeah. and you're just like, God damn it, you don't give me any fucking warning, I'm in, in melee range, are you saying I gotta fucking fight this range the whole time? I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I fought that range the whole time, <laughs> so I was just constantly throwing my axe once they got below, like, half health, uh, yeah. and it worked fine. Uh, but, yeah, the annoying fights. Triple Berserker, Poison Berserker. That guy. Haven't fought him yet. Motherfucker, that guy. Oh, I changed my mind. I know the most annoying enemies, but they have to be, like, amongst other enemies, but when they're mixed in, is those fucking flying eyeball guys that throw poison at you or whatever? Nightmares. Yeah. And then, like, run at you? Yeah. Because you're, like, fighting this thing, and it's like, Kratos, look about! Oh. And you're, like, getting hit by this fucking point. And then they... They like, oh, you hit me enough, I'm coming to get you. And you're just like, God damn you. I found it. Worst fight in the game for me is uh that I've done thus far, uh, which is everything except for the berserkers, was the um the Bifrost fight where there's ten of them to do. It's in Vanaheim and it's only the heavy guys, and there's like six heavy guys in a row, and you're fighting like four or five at a time. And uh it's like a realm shift close or something or uh yeah, like it's the it's one of the bifrost fights. Or I mean Okay. Where there's ten of them and you have to go and like close all the the, the, the bifrost fights. I don't know what they're fucking called. Anyways, fight was a I was I hated it. I hated every aspect of it. And then I found out that you can just take them over by the river and hit them once up in the air and they just fall into the river and you're good. <laughs> like and then then it's not a hard thing at all. Yeah, the remnants of Asgard, that's the it's that that subquest. Where you go around and fight in all the realms, uh, the remnants of oh Asgard. My God, yes, that's the first fucking one I found, and that one took me for fucking ever. Yeah, I just knocked him into the oh, water, and I was like, we're good. We're good. "Ugh, yeah." All right, we need to wrap up because we're yep. somehow filled for three hours. And I told Co, "Yeah, we'll just do ninety minutes, bro. So you're good." And then we didn't even take a break. That's it. Our spoiler cast is done. I'm sure we'll talk about the game uh, at length in uh, more stuff. Uh, potentially our game of the year show. Zeke, some shout outs. You betcha. What up, everybody? My name is Ezekiel the, Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, or Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on uh, Instagram and TikTok. And that's all because everybody just kind of seemed to forget about Hive. So um, <laughs> <laughs> they did. It's just like it was a hype thing for about two weeks and then now it's gone. Um, I don't hear anything about it. Anyways, uh, I broadcast 10 a.m. Pacific most every day. Uh, tomorrow is the exception where I play my role-playing game, The 100 Club, uh, which starts at 1 p.m. Pacific. And then on Tuesday, I'll be back to Metal Gear Solid. One? Question mark? What? But I'm in the middle of four. How could that be? Well, come find out, because I don't know either. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Thanks for watching. Awesome. Co. some shout-outs. My name is Ko. I can be playing all sorts of stuff next week. We got Crisis Core and, uh, well, just all sorts of games. We check out Choo Choo Charles, maybe a little bit more Rogue Trader, maybe some more Dwarf Fortress. I don't know. We'll have to see. Stop by the channel and check. As always, thanks for watching. Awesome stuff. Ko, thanks for sticking it out. I know you're sick. I appreciate it. Hopefully, everything clears up soon and you get better faster. And Zeke, as always, thanks for being here. <laughs> uh, I'm doing a Marvel Snap sponsored stream in about a minute. So going to be late for that. Sorry, Marvel Snap. 
We'll go over it. It's fine. Uh, tomorrow we got MCU crew. We'll be probably returning to Marvel Midnight Suns after that and uh, put some more hours into that game. Wednesday, we've got some more Last Call for Adventure, which is our weekly tabletop show. You can check out lastcallforadventure.com for more information on that. Uh, and as always, you can find Drop Frames on podcast platforms everywhere, just like you can with MCU crew, as well as Last Call, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Music, all that stuff. That's it for us. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll be back next week. Is next week our last? Sh- next week is, I think, our last show of the year. And then uh, the following Sunday after that is Christmas. And then the following Sunday after that is the first. I will not be here on Christmas. but We should be doing our Game of the Year show on the first. So we'll let you guys know if there's any changes to that. You can follow uh, Drop Frames on Twitter or just follow us, and, and we'll keep you guys updated in titles and all that stuff. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. We're out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs>